The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Hey, what's going on, world? Hey, man, we got a good show for you guys today. We got some guests in here with us today, man. We got Joe and we got Miss Reed Smith. So, uh, man, hey, first, man, we want to start off, man. We always kind of like start off like how was our week and how everything went. So um, if one of you guys want to like introduce yourself and, and, and how your week was. Uh, I'll go first, man. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe. Um, been in the Navy 19, got my retirement paperwork in, just waiting for it to get approved. Like um, so, uh, right now I'm over in Lemoore. I'm a HT in a really aviation weird kind of setting for me. First time, but, um, uh, it's fun. It's a good time. Um, pretty good relaxed command for last command and especially being sea duty too. Um, week's good. Uh, really I'm actually doing my side projects right now. I, uh, Started picking up woodworking a couple years ago. That's what I plan on opening up my own business, been starting that. So been making a table most of the time this week. Most of the commands in Key West is only a few of us back right now. And uh, making a table actually for our CPO club to put in there. So uh, that's really what I've been doing this week. Just what my passion and love is right now, woodworking. So I'm enjoying it. I've had a good week. Hey, I get to get in my zone. Hey, I just want to say, man, like, I don't think I even know. Like, I'm a DC man, so... Um, I think every HT that gets out the Navy want to do woodwork, man. <laughs> I mean, like I'm always, I'm always conversation with, and I'm always talking to them. Like woodwork is one of the biggest things they always, yeah, I man. After you just woodwork, finna get this stuff in, finna get a business going. But that's good stuff, man. I, I, I never even did it until uh, when I got here. As soon as I got here in uh, July 2020, they flew me out to the Nimitz. Nimitz was already deployed. Never worked in the wood shop. I mean, I've always done the metal, the typical, you know the plumbing, the firefighting, and then got out there and I really didn't have a lot to do. And I was like, let me go play in that wood shop on the Nimitz. And I just fell in love. I mean, it's not much different than metal, just a different material, but kind of same concept. And oh, yeah. started doing all the engraving on the CNC and I just went, went with it. So good stuff. Good stuff. How about you, Ms. Reed? Uh, I'm Reed. I've been in for five and a half almost. Um, and I'm in school right now. So I didn't really do much this week. Go to school, do a couple labs, test out, hanging out. What's what you in school for? Oh, I'm an ET, and I'm in uh, nav school right now for IBNS and all that. What school? Where is it? Uh, it's at Damneck. <clears throat> Damneck. The school I was on Damneck. Okay, all right, Damneck. It's pretty. It's pretty laid back. It's pretty relaxed. So no complaints. Is that normal? But I'm actually stationed at. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying I'm stationed at Marmac right now. So nice. Hey, Joe. Just TAD for school. Hey, Damon. Um, I got a question. Joe said he's in Lamore, right? Isn't Jay in Lamore? Ain't he the CMC? Yes. yes. What is who your CMC? Yeah. Hold up. Jay who? No, actually, Montanero. You may know him though. I think I think he's part of a squadron up there. I know, I know a Jay, but the J that I know, he's the uh, strike group CMC. Yeah. What? What? Is, um, Montanero. Yeah, okay. I don't know his last name. I think yeah. he's. I, hey, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's possible that's yeah, him, man. Jay. 
Because yeah, he, I mean, that's where he at. So that's yeah, he had Lamar. Yeah, yeah. No we did an episode with okay. him. We did an episode with him. Yeah, you gotta check it out when you get a chance. Hey, so I mean, can can I talk about my week? Go ahead, man. Talk about of your course. week, man. Go ahead, please. Let's hear it. I hear something in the background. I don't know. I hear like a TV or something in the background. It's loud. It's probably my kids just got home. Uh, I'm in the furthest corner of the house trying to stay away from okay. them, right. but they're in the living room now. Sorry. All right, um, bunk cakes, man. Everybody here had bunt cakes. Who, 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 bunt cakes, right? Delicious, right? So, hostess. Bunt cakes? Yeah, you ever had a bunt cake? It's like the round, like, like if you go, like, you ever been out in San Diego or somewhere where they got like a nothing bunt cakes? Like the little nothing bunt oh. cake? Damn, man. Fuck. So nope. Good. What about you, Damon? Bunt no, cake? You ever had a bunt no, cake? No, man. Yeah, I know. No. You about to act like you about to act like this high fitness, fantastic for Avenger fitness guy. All right, look. Check. It's these, it's these things called bunt cakes, right? If you never had them, they are delicious. Bunt cakes, period. But hostess, hostess went and made these things called baby bunts, right? <laughs> and I, I just want to tell anybody, I don't know if you ever had a baby bunt read, but look, stay away from them. Don't go near them. These are the worst things that can happen to you in life. You know what I'm saying? Every flavor. The worst, but the best thing. Every flavor baby bunt that I've had up until now is crazy. The strawberry, the cinnamon, the lemon. Hey, audience. Love you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, but look, these bunt cakes, <clears throat> incredible. Yo, y'all <laughs> have to stay away from them though. Like, leave them all to me. Leave them all to me. I got five, like a few years worth of uh I think I got a lot of PFAs left, man. <laughs> I need to stay away from hey, these. Hey, how bunt much cakes. you getting for this promotion? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> how much <laughs> they paying like you? <laughs> 15 pounds, probably like, like an extra 15 pounds. But no, like this is an anti-promotion. Do not mess around with bunk cakes, man. These are the worst things I can happen to you. Um, so that's I mean, that's my week, man. Bunk cakes, man. You know, I got nothing else. Damon, what about you? What you been up yeah, to? Yeah, man, man, I had a I had a pretty good week, man. So in 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 my household, it's two birthdays was in April, right? So I've been like either Freaking taking kids to parties or uh-huh. uh, hosting a party or friends we have also got birthdays in April. So, man, I went from one party to another party to another party uh, this weekend. That's how my weekend went, man. Spent a lot of money, but had a lot of fun. Um, ate a lot of different food because the people, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been like two, three houses that had birthdays in April and I was mm-hmm. eating at all of them. So, um, some good food, some good, some, some different food. Cause you know, I'm from, I'm from Mississippi. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I get down on the grills and stuff. So it was Crawl. different though, eating different people food. And, and I'm like, oh man, this ain't bad. Yeah. You know, when you go try different shit, it ain't bad, man. So had a good week, man. I can't complain at all, man. Can't yeah. complain. I want to shoot, I want to shoot a couple shout outs out to the other branches that listen to our uh, podcast. Um, all the other branches of the military, I want to shoot a couple shout outs to the, to the retirees and also the CMCs that uh, tune in, check us out, uh, give us feedback and stuff like that. I really appreciate all that support. Um, it's Sapper Awareness Month. Um, we haven't talked about that yet. It's Sapper Awareness Month. And then it's also the month of the military child. Right. Um, not, not much on the month of the military child. Uh and then I think we do want to do something about uh, Sapper Awareness Month, but not on this episode. But all right, so let's get into it, right? Um, we sitting with the two. Are, are y'all like the two two of the people that started this page? 
<laughs> so, <I saw> Joe. <laughs> I originally started the page on a, uh, believe it or not, just a drunken night sitting at the house and came up with an idea and threw some stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> like it was kind of a complete fluke. Um, I mean, I had some ideas and inspiration behind it, but I was just sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I want to start a page and get the, you know, the Chiefs and the junior enlisted together, start having some real conversations, man. Cause you know, I, I know we've all seen it. We've, we, we hear about it. Sometimes you see that kind of disconnect and that divide. And I wanted to try and bridge that gap was a big part of it. And I mean, there's some other reasons and inspirations behind it, but yeah, I just, I started it on a fluke and it just blew up. So I wasn't expecting that. So you started the page pretty much for the same reason why we started the podcast. Uh, pretty much the same okay. kind of inspiration. Um, now let's let's get into it. so the name of the page right is Ask the Chiefs right this the, the we talk about the Ask the Chiefs page right because my granddad he always, yes. he want me to he want me to add that K it's so hard for a young boy from Philly to throw the K at the end of that word Ask but <laughs> Ask the Chiefs right so that's the page that we talk <laughs> about right so we talk about the Ask yep. the Chiefs page now I wanna I wanna ask you first before I talk about my experience. Um, when you first initially decided to like uh, start this page, what was your initial? I know you gave me some of your, you know, your expectations mm-hmm. is to kind of like bridge the gap, you know, of disconnect and communication between like the junior sellers and like the cheese mess. But what did you think was going to happen like day one or whatever? Did you have any anticipation for day one? I knew it was going to be a train wreck. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, I, I knew it was. Um, I mean, because this is the first time that we've put that whole group in one forum, you know? Yeah. And I know there's, there's some salty people out there, um, you know, because you hear about, you know, a lot of junior sailors, not a lot, I won't say that, but you hear the junior sailors that they just, they have a certain, uh, they feel like the chief's mess takes advantage of the situations and mm-hmm. stuff like that and are the untouchables and can get away with stuff. And you hear it. Yeah. So I knew originally, by the way, the original name wasn't going to be asked the chiefs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the original name when I started it was chiefs for sailors. Uh-huh. And then it was brought to my attention like that, for sale. you know, a lot of people are like, what are you doing? Starting a dating site? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it that way. But so we got a vote and, it, you know, we switched it. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of knew that there was going to be some definite hiccups, man. And like, so right off the bat, my idea was I'm going to sit there and get a massive amount of admin so that we can monitor this thing at all times. Yeah. Cause I, I think, yeah. Cause I, I don't, yeah. Cause I, I remember seeing you like, uh, like when the page first started, I remember seeing you comment or damn that every post. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why we want. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's so man. Funny. It's like, impossible. And, like, and, 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 and I kind of want to like 45 people. Yeah. yeah. It's, but I, I remember seeing him the most, like, it's like, this why we wanted this page. But uh, like so, and and I and, and we gonna kind of work through that beginning process because it was funny. But I do remember seeing you jump in on a lot of uh, you pronounce your last name Vols, Vols, yep. yeah. So it would say like Joe Vols on damn that every crazy post. Like, hey, this yeah. is what we wanted, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of like we gonna figure this out. 
I, I tell you uh, this, man, like we getting somewhere when we said when we, you know, you said something about it, it wasn't the original name. We getting somewhere now. We started in the beginning, so I like this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But but I, I wanna I, I wanna throw out there, man, that that ask the chief man, like, and I and when I think about it, I was you should think about this. I said back when I came in in 98, I don't think this page could exist like this. You know, like like because I'm I'm thinking that. Like whatever the chief says, that that's it. That's law done. Ain't no questions asked. But now we talking about 2022, or you know, now is like we way more opinionated. We 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 listen. Um, a lot of different things are going on in the world, and and I'm a big fan of thinking like everybody is smarter than me. These young kids and coming to younger people are smarter than me on getting the job done. So why not me listen to that? You know what I mean? Let me listen to what they got. I ain't saying I'm gonna go with it or whatever the case may be, but why not listen? <laughs> why not listen to it though? You know what I mean? Listen to what they got to say, make them feel empowered a little bit, and then we'll work it out and, and get it done. But I'm telling you, in '98, that shit wouldn't happen. It's like yeah, whatever, but, yeah. whatever yeah. Chief said, I'm just going to do my job, and that's a wrap. But the question, well, I mean, the question when was, I came in in '03, you wasn't talking to Chief unless you was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You you didn't even make it to his doorstep unless you done messed up. Or if you potentially had a really large problem within your family or something you had to get taken care of and need him, but you just you you didn't see him. Yeah. 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 So no, what, no doubt. So what kind of Joe, what kind of questions were you expecting to see like day one? <laughs> uh I mean so, I remember one. I think it was day one. I remember one, and it blew it up. It was right off the rip. It was one of the first questions. Hey, Chief, what's in the box? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, I mean, man. I knew we was going to see that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I was expecting to kind of just have everything on all spectrums, which we did, you know. And I, I wasn't sure – how good, you know, we had some negative stuff there. We had to really monitor because um, it was getting, it, it was getting dicey in the beginning. It was, there was a lot of people you could see, man, they came on and it was, and I remember, you know, in our own Facebook pages, I know a lot of chiefs that first started out because, you know, on the page they left and they were just like, basically it got the term bash the chief um, yeah. for a little while oh, there. Yeah. And yeah. It was like, you know, and it was, I'm not going to say, man, I mean, we had to luckily, I mean, when we, when we got our stuff right on admin side and, you know, we cut down and it was like, we started cracking down big time. Like we, we did not and weren't going to tolerate anything up or down the chain. We wanted complete respect and we were booting people left and right. Junior sailors, chiefs, we didn't care. Yeah. If you're gonna come on this page and be disrespectful, you're gone. That's that's not what it's here for. Yeah, I remember seeing like it might have been you. Like I said, I just always remember seeing your name when I saw when I was on the page. But I remember <laughs> seeing like it might have been you saying like, "Hey, we have a group of admin of sellers of all pay grades, you know, stuff like that." Like so, we got somebody for everybody, you know. And that's always, in my opinion, like me and Damon have done different projects too, where we wanted to make sure we had sellers of all pay grades. So, you know, everybody represented. But um, I'll tell you my experience, right? And I know Damon probably got his own experience too. So one morning, I think I just woke up and I saw like, it just was like in my Facebook feed somewhere. 
So I'm like, oh man, this seems like a good thing. Like as the Chiefs, or I think somebody, oh no, somebody else um actually uh like pushed it. Joey, shout out to Joey. <laughs> Joey, <laughs> Joey Gonzalez, right? My boy, right? Uh DC one. He's out for Chief this year. So he pushed it out to me and he uh recommended me because it was like, you know, invite only. Or they had a vouch for you or something like that. So he was like, hey, I vouch for, you know, my boy, uh, big bro. Um, he always got some good stuff to say, you know, to, to the sellers. So I'm like, oh, shit, somewhere where I can say good things to sellers. Like, you know, let me check it out. And then I went in and it was like a cesspool of like wildness. Like, like, like it was like, yo, why don't Chiefs uh, like, why don't Chiefs suck so bad? Like it was like, yo, why can't, why can't, it was like, yo, why can't we trust Chiefs? You know, uh, why is it, why would a chief be loyal to another chief when they know they this? I remember this, there was just like a legitimate question. It was like, why is a chief loyal to another chief when they know that they did something wrong? You know, and then you had like the bitter, it's a bunch of different bitter groups of people, you know? So you had like people yep. that was like, they're like, they were like stain. It, it damn near sound like it's whitewater rafting going on at your house. <laughs> Uh, that's the Jets, me. man. No, that's I, me. That's so, I thought it was. I thought it was my Jets. I'm like, hang on, nope, not like, me. Oh no, gosh, man, it's like it's, it's the Jets. Home I got front. two Jets oh, flying on head right now. Huh? Oh yeah. So um, speaking of Jets, Top Gun Two. I told you, Damon, Top Gun Two, man. They already using oh. it as a recruiting tool. But yeah. uh, so it, <laughs> I told you. But it so it damn. But it damn near it got real crazy, right? So I jumped in. I think I was on it for two days, and I think I used. I was talking to Damon about it. At the same time, like, hey, man, I'm on this Ask the Chief page, checking it out. I think the first review, me and Damon both probably was like a little depressed. Like, oh, man, like, I don't know. I'm going to check it out tomorrow. But see, you know, see what it looked like. The next day, it was like, all right, uh, Fat Chiefs or whatever. I was like, oh, man, OK, it's time to. Yeah. I'm going to just silence these, uh, you know, these notifications, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. now, now I, I want to early on, you know, talk about the transition because I don't want to just hang that thought and idea right into my thoughts and ideas. Right now, where that page is, I, I, I got some screenshots. I'm going to read them out a little bit later, like some of the questions. That's That page is exactly what it should be now. yo. So y'all did a great job, man. I want to kind of um, highlight that and salute y'all. Y'all did a great job in transforming that. You and all the admins, everybody that's on that team did a great job in transforming that. Hey, Damon, what you got, man? I know you yeah, had man. experience. Yeah, hey, same experience, though, man. Like, in the beginning going on, I was like, wow, man. I, look, I because I'm, I'm a type of person that want to come in and help sailors, too, and things like that. But what I was seeing in the beginning, I, I, I'm telling you, I think I did the same thing, silence those notifications, like, really, really quick. Um, because I'm telling you, no filter, no elves given. No, it was like bad. zero given no, on there. The respect line was like all over the place. But I'm here to tell you, man, I'm, I'm most definitely on the same page as Dumbo, man. I'm with a page at now. Uh, you guys did a doing a great job. And it's everybody too, man. But I'm here to tell you, man. But I like sales to be open. I just don't like them to be disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like that, that's kind of how it was in the beginning. But uh, now... And you still get your ones and twos. You always get your ones and twos, say something crazy. But hey, other than that, man, the page is just great. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things, I, I don't know if we started out. I don't think we did in the beginning, but we ended up, we shut it down. And that was part of the problem. We shut it down so that no post whatsoever can get through without being approved. Not mm. one. And, and so, go ahead, Reed. 
I was going to say, and if anybody has like any questions about anything in the post, it's screenshot it and ask the ask the group. Like it's all there's always always posts in the group chat. Like, is this good? Is this good? Should this be changed? We get them to reword it this way. So nothing nothing crazy gets through anymore. In the beginning, it was just kind of like, oh, I have access to approve this. Like this will be fun. Ding, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So now all the crazy like all the crazy posts are gone, and it's just kind of. It finally leveled out because there was a there was a period for a couple months where it's like all my free time I was on there scrolling through comments finding all this crazy stuff like hey don't do this hey don't say this like this is a pretty big page like people are watching like don't do that but it's leveled out now to where it's not I don't have to spend all my free time on there because I know people aren't saying crazy stuff. How many images? But but it's also oh go. But it's also got to the point where it's self-correcting in the sense like, you know, every once in a while, you know, the problem we have now, it's like, all right, we'll, we'll get the post through, but we got to worry about the comments still. Yeah, yep. And every once in a while, you'll have somebody, and sometimes it's a junior sailor, sometimes it's a chief, you know, makes a certain type of comment and we see it. We're like, let's see what happens. And it don't take long before somebody jumps in junior sailors and chiefs both and they self-correct it they're like yo why are you being like this yeah. and yeah. i mean they'll put people in their place pretty quick and it's like all right cool sit back and let it play out and and they'll either apologize or delete their comment so you don't yep. have to worry about it <laughs> yeah and that's yeah, good because you quick... don't go ahead Domo. go ahead i was just gonna say that's good because we don't want to censor every thought you know an idea because these are real thoughts and ideas so it's good that sometimes we let the natural kind of order of things play out. That's all I was going to say, Dan. Hey, I just got a question for both of you. Um, and you guys may remember or not remember, but was it a breaking point on a comment? Was it any comment out there that was a breaking point saying, man, we got to do something now? Go ahead. <laughs> not pick me. For me, pick go me. for it. Go, ahead, go, go for it. Go. Okay. So I specifically remember one where I don't I don't remember what was being said, but somebody I think it was a chief or maybe a senior chief came in with like some crazy comment, and I just responded like, "Hey, keep it like chill, like don't we don't we're not rude, we're not mean, we're not gonna insult, we're not gonna cuss, like just relax, right?" And he comes back at me and he's like, "You're a third class, like." You're an ET3. You shouldn't even be on the admin of this thing. And before I could even respond, Joe is like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, Joe went after him. So I was like, I'm going to just sit back and let you do that. So good, good. That, that's only happened that one time, though. But I'm not going to. I would be lying if I said that I wasn't hesitant. You know, sometimes when I'm like, hey, y'all, chill out. I'll make a comment. Like, y'all need to relax. Like, I'm going to get pushback from it. Like, oh, you're just a third class. I'm like, you're not wrong. But, like. You're also, I'm a, I'm a person, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I understand. I remember I mean, that one time specifically. And I think, I think that's what you were talking about, Damon, where, uh, uh, you know, I came in and because I made a post, it was after that. I'm like, hey, we got sailors of all ranks. And that's when I kind of broke down my expectation. Like, hey, I may have created this page, mm-hmm. but the whole goal from the beginning was for the junior sailors to be admin and push the direction that they want the page to be. And I was very upfront about that. I want them to be the ones telling us what they want to get out of it. Not us telling them what we think they should be getting out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, you know, and, and that's why like, yeah, I created it, but I'm not, I'm not the lead anymore. I don't have the 51%. That's a Jamie Britt. 
Jamie, she's a first class and she's got the 51%, you know, and we've already talked about it. My expectation if she puts on, you know, hopefully, you know, she gets selected and puts on my anchors this year. Expectation is for her to pass it down to another junior sailor as the lead of the page. Cause we want them <laughs> to continue to push the direction. Yeah. Have you gotten any, have y'all gotten any feedback from the page? For instance, like a seller might say, hey, this page really helped me when I was going through this, or I was thinking about this and this page really helped me, something like that. Yeah. Have y'all received any feedback back? Uh, sometimes we do. Um, we get, we get some comments here and there and people will reach out to us. I've, I've gotten some like, hey, really appreciate it. whatnot. You still, you also get the negatives one sometimes too. You get both. Yeah. I'll get both. Most of the time, and people will like they'll make their posts, they'll get their answers, and then they'll edit their posts and update it. And at the bottom, be like, "Hey, thanks, guys! Like, I really appreciate all the insight and the hope and the answers." And you see that, and you're like, "Okay, cool." Like that makes you feel good, you know? Yeah, it's a it's like I said, it like what I've seen on that page right now compared to, and I know it's probably some people listening that saw that page, you know, early on. And they might not have went Crazy. back to it, but I, I definitely want to vouch. Uh, so I'm going to read a couple just uh, of the recent. I was trying to find some of the older questions, but it was too far back. But I'm going to read a couple of the newer questions um, just so, you know, we all kind of got a like idea of, you know, what's happening right now. So it says, um, while writing your letter to the board, what would be an appropriate, tasteful way to bring attention to three names the seller had received within the last year, but also address that they are also working on correcting their award number on the PSR and uploads in their OMPF, right? That's a question, and that can be answered in a respectful way, easily answered by people that know what they're talking about, and that's good stuff. Another one was, uh, hello, everyone. I have a question that can be quite controversial. I've done research and have not been able to find anything cut and dry, so I'm reaching out here. What are the regulations on males dyeing their hair? I've seen it before. <laughs> this is a funny part. I've seen it before and I would hate to call someone out when I myself don't know if it's authorized or not. Thank you. Good question. Good question. I remember my um when I was like the MWR president as a junior seller, my captain was like, yo, any request is a good request. You know, I'll say no, but any request is a good request. <laughs> um, pretty sure this is, not, is this the last one I'm going to read? Um, well, these are the last two. This one says, pretty sure this has been said before. But please ensure that when you answer a question, you can cite an instruction, you know, and then they kind of went into saying they saw a post where people was uh, giving back gouge, which is a good thing to post. That's a great thing to post. Mm -hmm. And then I saw one uh, recently that says uh, for hardship dependent discharges, our service members entitled to ISP involuntary separation pay. Right. So if you you know, if you a khaki and you kind of got on that Ask the Chief page in the, you know, the early days the archaic days or whatever. Um, it's safe to go back. And there's some good information <laughs> on there. It's some good information, good questions, and people really seeking, you know, insight, some good stuff on there. Um, I've seen these Facebook pages, you know, whether it be, um, whether it be like the electricians page, you know, they got the DC page, it's different groups. And sometimes the groups could get crazy because you got a melting pot of people. I just shouted out all the retirees, um, some of some of y'all could get crazy. Y'all retirees, some of y'all could get crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like, and then you got like just different people from different communities. So it's good to bring us all together. But sometimes it's hard for retirees to like hear there certain things that's going on now. Like, oh y'all, you know, y'all letting them talk to y'all like, yeah, 
Uh, yeah, it's, de- it's a different time. <laughs> you know that's, what I'm saying? Hey, so, hey, hey, Reed, that's a favorite word, right? Yo. Back in my <laughs> oh day. Oh, my gosh. Back in yeah, my day. Yo. Yeah. Back in my Navy. Like, okay. And, and that's like, and they already know, like, I've talked to uh, Jamie and all of them. Like, you know, once once I retire, I already plan on completely backing off of the page as an admin. You know, I'll stick around, but I don't think anybody that's retired should be an admin on this page and running this page, me and myself included, because we lose touch with the Navy after time. And and like you, like you already pointed out, like we want people to be citing things based on instruction, not based on back in my day, because, and it changes. Obviously, I'm not going to be looking at nav admins right. when I retire. That's true. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> you know, so. I shouldn't be someone running this type of page. And so it's like, you know, it's going to be a constantly transforming page forever. My my goal is I hope one day, you know, I think we got what you asked the question, how many admin do we have right now? I, th- I think we got 11, yeah, or, 11 12 or 12 total. And, uh, you know, it's a mix, but my goal in time, as it continues to progress and move forward, I'd like to see maybe two chiefs on there as admin and the rest, all junior sailors. As we cycle through and let the junior sailors run the page and let the chiefs be there where, you know, if they ever start having a problem, then the chief can come in because some junior sailors are not going to be comfortable shutting a chief down on that page, you know, but we'll have a chief to be there and yeah. bring the hammer like if need be. Like you know what I mean? Says, why is an ET3 an admin on a dice to chief page? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect example. Mm. Yeah. So, but. That's the goal moving forward, like long term. That's the goal moving forward, man. I like to see it keep growing and yeah. go to that direction. And let these guys, man, let let them run it and get what they want out of it. Yeah, and, and I, I think I saw uh like where like the page is over about like 17k, close to 18k now, seven 17.5. 17.5. Yeah, 17.5k. So that's a lot of people. I mean, it's over three hundred thousand of us, but that's a lot of people you know, for that page. And then that information spreads. That information spreads, you know. One person could be asking a question and representing a whole entire command. You know, a whole entire command could get that information after that question's answered. So that's, you know, that's a good way to spread, you know, kind of your sauce around town or whatever like that. If I could. Well, right now is the, the big one right now is uh, obviously the, the results came out for who made board and we're already starting to see it. And we saw it last year too. It's which, which I think is good, especially for like yeah. people in recruiting. And, you know, that was, there's some things that go back to my inspiration for this page because of the recruiting aspect. Cause you might have like somebody that's a surface sailor in recruiting that has kind of lost touch with the, the actual community that they're really in and going back to, and they have board, they might not have a mentor and we're already starting to see it. It's like, Hey, I'm a, you know, so, so-and-so, ET, a STG, GSC, whatever. And, you know, can somebody take a look at my package and review my package for me? And because they don't have somebody that's familiar with their community around them. And we're already starting to see it. We saw it a lot last year where these guys can get on and they can start reaching out and finding resources of chiefs that sat the board and stuff like that. And I'll tell you what, I've never once seen one person go on there and ask for that help. And I've seen hundreds of those and not get a chief step up and be like, yeah, 
here's my direct message me, send me your package. Let's take a look at yeah, it. Let's review yeah, that's good stuff. it. I remember a couple of weeks ago there was there was an ISSN that posted something like super specific about a specific job and a specific ship that he was going to and wanted like insight on it. And like the third comment on the post was an IS master chief uh-huh. that had been that exact same like the exact same everything, same ship, same job, and was like, Hey, just message me. I got you. Yeah. And I was like, That's crazy. Like that wouldn't happen. But it can happen because of this page, and that's that's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's times where like a lot of junior sellers have a, a like a a vacuumed experience, right? So they might. We just had a um, we just talked to a seller last week, and he was saying when he was a junior seller, his experience with his chiefs were like just strictly like workless, you know, like workless, workless, workless. So like it took him years to finally, you know, find a chief that like maybe asked him like, "Hey, what'd you do this weekend?" Or something like that, right? So, like, when you get a page like that, you kind of, like, tear down some of those thoughts where a seller might think, like, hey, don't nobody care. You know, because it is, like, a lot of us, like, I can't, I haven't really met too many chiefs that don't want to look at packages. Like, whether it be individually or, like, on a rodeo, however, I haven't met too many chiefs that's like, yo, I don't do packages, don't you know, you know, during during a a package season, I don't do packages. Like, everybody Mm -hmm. wants to see that stuff, but sometimes, you know, you get like a skewed point of view based off whatever your experience is. So I think that's the beauty of these Facebook pages too, because you could have a seller at a completely different command that could talk to a senior chief leggings, for instance, and get like that information that senior chief leggings is giving like sellers right in his division. You know what I'm saying? And that's just good stuff. So I do want to get into some some things that's going on though um, and get y'all thoughts and opinions on it. Um, the first thing is this this GW, all the stuff that's going on on the GW. So uh, recently, right, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. Um, it's from military.com, right? So uh, some of that information could be kind of questionable, but it's the people that got sources about, you know, from other, you know, aspects of this. But it says 10 deaths in 10 months, right? String of suicides on a single aircraft character, uh, carrier. So we just had, you know, information about sellers dying April 9th and April 10th. Um, but now they're saying 10 deaths in 10 months. Um, like, what are we, what are we, you know, and first off, Damon, like, what's your thoughts on that, man? Well, I don't, my, my, my thoughts on this is, is, is this, man, like, is that I don't want to get into details. I don't know if it's an investigation. I don't know what's going on with it. But I want to say this, man, I, I was on the Nimitz also. Joe, and um, luckily I'm only attached to the Nimitz, not in partnerships <laughs> company. <Yeah>. But <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, so I was up there in the yards in in, in Washington um, before, right? So I kind of know some of the things that can go on in the yards, you know, on a ship, like especially that size. And I remember like having, you know, laundry down. I remember having like. Um, water issues and all these different things that's going on on the ship and we still got people staying on the ship you know so um i'm not trying to go you know talk about nothing that they got going on in g-dub but at the same time man we got to make sure uh we are engaged with these sailors and making sure sometimes the same old message is may not be working you know maybe you need to bring somebody on board to talk to these sailors because if you need because what we hear all the time, if you need help, you know, we got some resources, right? That, I mean, that's what we hear all the time, right? So sometimes we may need to go a little bit further with that 
and um, make some things happen. Um, but at the same time, you know, we do have to reach out, man. We, we um, And not just the sailor itself. Sailors, Most sailors got friends. You know, somebody who sees something differently that's happening need to reach out. But this is a sad story and is is going to get headlines because we're talking about 10 sailors in 10 months. It should be getting headlines right now. It is a big deal. Um, and, and I think it need to be it need to be addressed some type of way um, because it is a big deal, man. We're talking about um, someone's daughter, someone's, you know, uh, son or whatever the case father, may be. This is a big mother, deal. Father, father, yeah, father mother, 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 all husband, wife. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I want to go to Jamie on this one. Like when you see a headline like that, right? 10 deaths, 10 months, one ship, right? I mean, without doing any other kind of, you know, because again, it's a developing story, but without doing anything else, like what do you think about that? Uh, you know what? I was going to say um, the environment, the environment is not conducive for that sailor to reach out and get those resources because they don't feel comfortable in uh their shop they don't feel comfortable in you know with their leadership and they haven't they it's it's a lack of trust is what i see Uh what about you Reed? like when you see that headline what do you what do you i don't know it's it's like it hits home i guess kind of because i had a buddy from my last ship that went to marmac around the same time i did and he did you know he he killed himself mm-hmm. and so like that's it's hard to hear because i have a couple friends on the g-dub and then i have um a guy that i'm pretty close with that has friends on the g-dub and he told me that the last three deaths in the last like nine days or 10 days now i yeah, guess have yeah, all been G-dub. suicides and like that's crazy like it's it's i don't know i don't you know because it's like the Navy is like, oh, hey, here, mental health matters. Here's a resource. Schedule mm-hmm. an appointment. Go talk to someone. But it's going to take you six weeks before they can get in, before they can see you. And it's like, okay, cool. Or you're what gonna, am I supposed to do for these six weeks? Job. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go talk to, I'm going to go talk to somebody. And it's like, okay, well, now you're not fit for full. So now people in your shop are looking at you differently because you can't do your job because someone told you that you can't because you want to go talk to someone to better yourself but they told you to do that so now it's like added pressure added pressure right yeah it's like do i just suffer do i go talk and get essentially like not bullied but like do i have people look down on me for going to get help or do i just do it because i need to like that's an impossible question you know because one's gonna cause one thing and the other i mean eventually is gonna cause the same thing what did Jamie truthfully the way our manning is set up nowadays I mean it puts a lot of workload on your shipmates too when you gotta go take care of yourself so that affects a lot of people yep. and then they're all pissed off at you too because you're not there yeah I mean it's it's a lot of weighing it's a lot of weighing um, for that I had a I had a seller that once you know talked to me about all of that you know, like, hey, chief, you know, it's a small division because I, I had the small division. He's like, hey, chief, I'm not comfortable um, leaving a small division and leaving my work on people. You know, and I, I mean, my real conversation was like, hey, you have to prioritize yourself and your own mental health because this place was here years before you. And no matter how beat up this yeah. damn ship is, it's going to be here, you know, years after you if the wor- if worst comes to worst. 
So you have to, you know, you know, prioritize, you know, your own mental health. Yeah, people are gonna say stuff. Um, yeah, people are gonna think stuff. And that's a part of like things that like us as like chiefs and like your LPOs and the people need to kind of like temper, right? Like, hey, like this is like it, but uh, all of that comes with prioritizing mental health, like as a whole, to where that stigma starts to go away from like people saying things and doing things if you leave. Um, because you know, the workload, if you leave the workload on like your division or whatever, and they got to like, quote unquote, like pick up your slack. Like that is not something that, you know, in my opinion, as a human being that should be on the top of your priority list when it's time to focus on your mental health, because like you're stuck with yourself, you know, like after all of this. But it is cheap because you got those go-getters sailors those ones that you know really care about the mission care about their team and it's hard to prioritize and even though they say yeah prioritize yourself go ahead it's still hard to break away from that feeling you know yeah but jamie if you if you don't do it right are you really prioritizing yourself or are you just prolonging the breakdown that's true. Yeah. So, you know, and that's the good stuff. This kind of engage, that's what we want. Like, I'm, you know, that's what, you know, but yeah, like you, like you got to really look at what you're doing in the long run. Cause it's like, honestly, when you just suppressing this, I went through, I went through the, I went through the depression period too. You know what I'm saying? We were in the yards, we were getting ready for inspection and stuff like that. And I went through dark days and I didn't prioritize myself. I was the go-getter. I was the seller of the year, seller. The, and I wanted to hold that like, like all the time. Um, and at the end of the day, it left me with some real dark nights. You know what I'm saying? I talked about it before. You know, I talked about like drinking and passing out because I was drinking and waking up drinking a warm drink that I passed out drinking, you know. Um, yeah, you know, and in hindsight, I realized that that, you know, that was depression. Meanwhile, I'm um, seller the year, seller the quarter, all of this stuff. But like at home, I'm like tripping off like watching like French horror movies, like for like every single day, just passing out, you know, drinking, going through like depression. Like, so now we like, and I think that's what like, you know, going through that stuff does for like people like us. Cause on that human experience, in my opinion, and I know Joe probably got some thoughts, but in my opinion, on that human experience, we, some of y'all like hard chargers, we have to drill down in y'all. Like it's okay. Go take care of yourself. Yeah. It's going to be hard for the hard charger to be like, no, senior, no, senior, I, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, it's okay. Go take care of yourself. You know, even if I got to pick up the, uh, you know, the tool and pick up the slack, go take care of yourself. Because at the end of this all, you ever saw somebody who like passed away, like right after they retired from the military? Yes. Quite a few people, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? Like how much, it's like, how much of yourself did you give it? You know what I mean? How much of yourself did you give it? You know what I'm saying? So that's, I mean, that's my thoughts on that. But it's good to hear, like, you know, what y'all think and like that kind of that idea presented. Like, damn, like the hard chargers want to continue to, you know, work. I'm sure Joe and Legs got some hey, thoughts hey, on that. So my, my thought about it is though, I'm I'm scared of consequences. That's why I want someone to go out there and get the help they need. I don't want to be the guy that said, man, why I didn't tell this sailor to go do this? Why I didn't say go get help. Why I didn't do this? Because that'll be on my conscience all the time and say, man, this sailor passed away on my watch when I could have, you know, got him help or I could have did this or did that. So that's the type of, and, and I don't be, man, I don't even be caring about like once if I find out something, if I find out, if somebody come to me and bring it to me, I don't care. I'm rolling with it. I'm gone. Hey, you going to medical, you going to do this, you going to do that because 
I don't want to be that guy that's sitting back and say, man, I could have helped that sailor. So that's kind of like my thought process on the whole thing. Man. I, now, if something happened after that, I know I kind of did my part. I did what I can do. I tried and all this type of stuff. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about, about you know, like hard chargers that want to, you know, get it done, get it done. Yeah, you we we all gonna get it done. Like and like um Dumbo said at the end of the day, that ship gonna be there. You know, it ain't going nowhere. It's gonna be there years and years, you know, down the road. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. And I just I just I'm listening to you, Joe. I don't know. I, I think, you know, and some people not might not like this, um, because it might hit, you know, I don't think it's gonna hit close to home to here, but I think everybody's kind of reality, but I think we do a really good job of saying, and, and not just with the suicide thing, but with DAPA, with SAPA, with sexual assault, with SEMIO, with this, all, all the major things, we always preach and say, if you need to help, get something, do this, do that. And we give, but unfortunately, if the problem isn't happening at our command and we're not having the actual incidents in those things, we start we start putting it into the back of our head and it's now becoming more of oh we just got to give training for this because such and such right and we're not truly focusing because we think it's not going to happen around us and so we're not really truly mm-hmm. focusing and now it's we're not doing what the training is actually teaching us to do cuz we just don't think it's going to happen and then, unfortunately, then when it does happen, it's like, okay, now we're going to have the knee jerk. And now you're going to start pointing fingers. And now you're going to start doing this. And that's not the way to do it. Unfortunately, as humans, I think we get complacent and we don't consistently stay on top of ourselves. You know, I remember as a third class, yeah. I, had a, uh, I had a girl and uh, she was a third class as well. She was in my shop and she made the comment that she was thinking about suicide and I didn't wait I didn't do anything and I ended up I said let's go I I got her to medical well actually no I went and got medical and brought her to her because we was at work so I wasn't worried about it there but I went to medical I said hey doc you know I told her situation she was mad as hell at me she was mad as hell at me and was pissed that I did that and put her in that situation because she felt she was going to get in trouble Weeks down the road, you know, lo and behold, like she had other underlining issues that she needed to confront. And when she sat down with the corpsman and realized that it was safe, she wasn't going to get in trouble. There wasn't going to be any repercussions, you know, and she finally started talking. They got her to help. And she came up a couple months later and she thanked me. You know, at first she was mad as hell. But just like you said, legs like. The last thing I would want to be is that person who possibly heard something like that, but didn't say nothing and then have to look back and think, man, shit, if I'd have said something, could this person still be safe and alive? So, I- yeah. And so, yeah, it's crazy, man. I had a similar, a similar story with a, uh, when I was a first class, we had a seller um, who had like a suicidal post on Facebook. Right. And somebody reported it and they took action. Everything that happened was supposed to happen. But um, she had like another couple, you know, cases. And then one time, like I was on duty and like, for instance, like her roommate was like, hey, she said something suicidal. Uh, I heard something suicidal from her. 
and she was already a known, you know, you know, case. And um, man, I took her, I took her right, I took her right uh to medical, man. Well, well, the roommate said she saw her cutting herself or something like that. She showed her the cuts. I took her right to medical, man. Um, and they screened her, they did whatever they had to do, and they didn't find anything. And they're about to let her go. And this was, you know, this me as a first class. And I told them, I'm like, hey, can y'all look at her inner thigh or whatever? And they did. And they saw the cuts. You know, she was pissed. You know, she was pissed. And then in the long run, we found out that some information was missed when she joined about like some medications that she was taking for some um, issues that she was dealing with uh, mental health. Um, but we found out that that was missed. And that's one of the things that they are like we talked to uh, NC a recruiter uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's one of the things we found out that they're getting better with now um, as well, making sure that people records are reflective of, you know, their actual state. But she, you know, she was a little upset, but, you know, she, the best thing that had to happen to her happened to her. You know what I'm saying? And that's the sacrifice that, you know, we got to make sometime. But um, that, that's good input. Like a lot of pressure from, you know, I'm hearing it, you know, a lot of pressure, a lot of stuff like that. And I just, I look at this, uh, you still with us, uh, Jamie? I'm here. Okay. And you know what I was going to add to that before before you move on is um, the training that we that we do, the annual training that Chief Bowles was talking about. It's um, it's kind of lost its luster, right? Because it's a check in the box. It's something that we all have to do. And I think sometimes getting in small groups and, and talking and getting to know your sailors, like, hey, what's going on at home? You know, as much as they want to open up, but just giving them that opportunity to talk uh, would be more beneficial than going through some regular training every year. Yeah. Here's Is your, that, here's your y'all, PowerPoint. 60. Here's your PowerPoint. Yeah. F- from y'all's uh, right. from y'all's experiences, is that not happening? Like, uh, like small groups and those kind of conversations. <laughs> she laughed. <No. laughs> she said, nah, that ain't happening." No. I got the PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, won't well, do. We we def the PowerPoints over here, right, David? Yeah, <laughs> we def man. the PowerPoints we got, over we got here. T-shirt say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, now the one thing I did want to say before we left here, it was about those words, right? Because I know how crazy words could be. But I, I, I mean, I was looking at this video of uh, of Bezos, Jeff Bezos. And like, you know, it, like it wasn't him, but it was like everybody in the office that he worked at. And people was like, yeah, yeah. He was like just this random dude. Like he used to always say this or he was like just this crazy dude. We ain't really take him serious. He was this, that. He was this, that. And it just made me think about like everybody that might have a thought or like a word about you. But it's like, man, you have a higher, you know, a higher calling or like a, a much bigger story. And that's why you got to focus on, you know, you, your mental health and your own like, you know, personal success. And the Navy, yes, you got sellers, you got people that you got to, you know, do things for. But y- yourself, you know, should be a priority when it comes to that, like mental health uh, stuff and like whatever your vision and your goals are. Because if Jeff Bezos would have like paid a lot of attention to like the people that he worked with and whatever they had to say, he wouldn't be Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos in a place that like I know a lot of us, you know, outside of the divorce, and, you know, your lady take it half. You know what I'm saying? He in a place that a lot of us wish we, you know, could be in one day, you know, one of the richest people in the world or whatever, able to do, you know, whatever you want to do. I hear birds now. It's crazy. Oh, man. Everything, man. Everything. We get it. We get it all today. We get it all. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. One more thing about that, about that depth of PowerPoint thing is just, just, just randomly talking about things is, um, Sailor 360. I think that's an opportunity right there to get into small groups and have 
some conversations instead of PowerPoints and stuff, right? You guys can get in. You could talk about anything. And if somebody bring up that PowerPoint, throw that shit away, get it out the way and get in there, get in small groups. It don't have to be small groups. It just be a com- open conversation about stuff. And you will be surprised on how much effort it'll be once that conversation start. And people start well, talking and people start bringing out stuff. So it just a... Uh, just something. Um, well, that, you know, that brings us to a question, though. Like, mm-hmm. how how's y'all seller three sixty? Like, how is it? How is y'all seller three sixties? So we uh, do y'all do- with, with ours, <clears throat> you know. And that's one thing I think is kind of funny. Seller three sixties. <laughs> that's a topic that's come up on our website on our Ask the Chief page quite a few times. It's like, hey. Mm-hmm. Is there a, and it's kind of funny because it's like, all right, the Navy pushes out. We want you to do a Sailor 360. But there's not (laughs) a real good, true, clear guidance of what they expect. So like we've, I've seen it on the page multiple times. Hey, does anybody have a Sailor 360, you know, guide or instruction or what they do? And, And it's not there. Every command is kind of doing their own little thing with this. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this. I think our command does a pretty good job. Just like what you were saying, like we do have PowerPoints that we have came that we brought from sailor 365 and we've altered them and we're running those same topics, but we shrink them PowerPoints down by about I- at least 75%. And then we do more of the engaged back and forth open discussion type thing. We just use those PowerPoints as a cue point to get the conversation started and have everybody kind of get engaged and talk about it so that, you know, kind of like this, man, we're all teaching each other. We're not just sitting there dictating. So, I mean, that's the way we do it, but the program itself, man, I'm going to be honest. it, It needs to be revamped. There needs to be some better expectations and guidelines on what they're expecting everybody to, have across the fleet you know what i mean because some places yeah. i'm sure people are just doing it as the check in the box other people might be taking it more serious you know and and to add to that man is the fact that that's what we built on right we built on black and white anything we do is like okay read this shall should everything is black and white with us so I'm with you with the with the fact that it should be revamped just so you have some type of guidance to go yeah. on. And I know commands are different. You Some people are, are more busy than others. So it's going to be different. But the guidelines itself, I agree with you, should be, you know, there, there in some it. type of way and expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Reed, what do you think? What do you think? I was about to chime in and be like, I honestly don't even know what Sailor 360 is. Mm. Couldn't tell you. Mm. Couldn't even tell you. I, yep. I kind of had a funny <laughs> feeling she was about to say that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm <laughs> listening like, yeah, <laughs> what are they talking about? What about? I mean, I have an idea based off of what Joe just said, but. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it in a second. I want to see what Jamie thinks. What about you, Jamie? Uh, I'm a recruiter. I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my hey, gosh! This is my uh, eight time, time up to the uh, selection board. So I did the Sailor 365. I did the Sailor 360. And um, for those, for in a first class perspective, you know, we just go round and round the merry go round, and we talk about the same thing. Can you write your e Can you write an award? All of this stuff, um, but 
do we really talk about like how to really mentor your sailors? Do we really talk about like stopping the mission and saying, Hey, what's going on? No, we don't, we don't learn those things. And that's the type of stuff I think needs to be kind of added to. I, I got a mm-hmm. question about, and this is for all y'all. Are your officers involved in your Sailor 360 or is it just your chief and enlisted? I'll go. Well, Reed doesn't I have know no what it is. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> for, 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 at, at my command, I mean, we still kind of like moving toward getting off the um, ground with it. So uh, I would say that as of right now, the officer's not involved. What about you, Damon? Same way. Not right now. Uh, we just had a couple. We just had a couple um, topics or whatever, and it was kind of it was kind of same. It was like 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 they were just talking, and then we'll just chime in and and and, and get the whole ball rolling um, on the whole conversation. Um, but I'm at CNSP, and it's a whole lot different. It's like a lot of commands there. You know what I mean? When you're talking about the whole Tycom, CNSP, and all that stuff, so sometimes you can have freaking hundred and some people, and then sometimes you can have twenty. You know, so. It's huge, but the um the officer piece, no. Last command, yes. Yeah. Hey, and my question is for Jamie. It's based off of something that Jamie uh was talking about uh a second ago as far as like shifting the narrative about like what we talking about and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about, Jamie? Yeah, I'm here with you. Uh-huh. So my question is, um, who do people, right? And this is like a literal question. Like, who do people expect to, like, drive shifting that narrative? Mm, you know, I know that the answer, I know what the answer is, right? If you see something, change it. And, and it can come from any rank to change the narrative. But I think if we want to make a big change, in the Navy, we've got to start doing like what Chief Fole said and coming out with some sort of standardized plan that everybody's talking and kind of interacting the same way, if that's what we want to do. But in, in within our own commands, it can be anyone that really just, you know, is ready to change the narrative. Yeah. So the way I look at it, uh, Jamie, it's like, it's always a few people that you know kind of have like access and like uh to certain conversations, certain uh people and stuff like that, right? It's I mean, that might be sad to say, but it's true, right? Even like, you know, chiefs and stuff like that, right? So it's certain chiefs and senior chiefs that you know and you see them around, even like some officers, department heads and stuff, that you know they could get things done, right? And I would say like as a junior seller, like a second class, or even if you start going up higher, like a first class, um, get one of them, I'm gonna say in pocket. That's just like my bad choice of words, but get one or two or three of them in pocket. So when it's time, like when you cause I know the feeling of having like bright ideas and just them being like locked and compressed and like nobody like hearing me out. I didn't have to deal with that too many times because I man, I'm knocking on the glass till that shit crack, right? And that's that's that was my own personal experience. But I know how that could be sometime, right? So my my thought pro even me as a chief, like Damon was like one of the ones who like I knew if I like could like tie myself uh, together with he could probably get in some rooms and talk to people in a manner that I couldn't, you know. So if I have a great idea, let me give it to Damon because Damon might have that access that I don't have. So if there's any first classes that's like struggling, 
um, what like trying to like make an impact or any seller that's struggling with trying to make an impact, you know, based off of just thoughts and experience, I think they should find that person that they know can link up with that person and try to push that, you know, try to push that out. And most likely that person not going to want to take all the credit because some people, some, some people worry about that too. Like the people trying to take all the credit, most likely that person then been in the game and done this a million times and they just, you know, want to help. Well, what'd you think about that? Damon? No, it's facts, man. Facts. Yeah. Um, I was asking Jamie, Hey Jamie, what oh, you I think about that? Damon. My bad, yeah, man. it did sound like it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me still, but I do do that. And, and I don't worry about credit, honestly, because um, if I have an idea and I put it out there, it's meant for all to to expand on and grow on because it's not just uh, one person idea that makes a good product. Right. But um, that's a great that's a great comment, because there are some some chiefs that are heard louder. They stomp louder <laughs> than others. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, it's better to to give it to them and say, hey, this is the idea. Let me let me explain it to you and sell it to them um, and then have them kind of present it to the mess. Yeah, especially like DC, man. Especially DC, yeah. we stomp a little louder, you know? Yeah. yeah. HTs, <laughs> HTs are louder than DCs. Oh, y'all both are, dude. Hey, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what a you know what a DC man is. Hey, watch right? yourself. Watch yourself, man. Watch yourself. <laughs> it's an HT with an LLD chip. Because oh, I can do their job. They can't do mine. <laughs> hey, I, I, look, I, every time I every time I my whole experience in the Navy, the HTs be working circles around them DC. I know some DC would gonna be mad at me. HT, I've always seen HTs and MRs work circles around DC men and the so, DC. So, so hold on, hold no, on. I will, I, no, I won't say I will not say MRs. I won't say MRs. Hold on, let's back this up a little bit. <laughs> Everybody on board the ship has a job to do. Their job is welding and 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 stuff like that, right? So they do their job. It ain't the fact that they work in circles they, around nobody. They, they just always do their job. That's what they doing. They like, doing their I, job. I, 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 I've walked in many a shop. Sounds like y'all struck a chord. Yeah, I've walked in many a shop and saw a DC <laughs> men training, right? Doing some training. Yep. And in the yep. back, in the back, somewhere behind a leather fucking shower curtain is an HT working, busting their ass. Sweating. Dirty. Yeah. Hating life. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, 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 Dumbo. They was behind that curtain doing their job. Hey, and then front, let me, I was doing then, the yeah. training, which is my job. Hey, hey but you know what? You know what's, you know what's good? I, I've always loved about being an HT. I get to sit there and learn their job in the firefighting, which was one of my favorites. I, I love firefighting. I love damage control. Yeah. I love being able, you know, those it. bells ring, you get up, you jump, yeah. you run, gone. And it's just like you running into that. You don't know what's going to be on the other side of that door. But the best part about it is when it's all done and you take care of it, I get to look at them DC men and be like, all right, cool. Had fun. Go fill up them SCBA bottles and stow yeah. the gear. Hey, and I just, you know, my comment is for like Team Damon because I feel like Team Damon getting stronger. So look, I feel like Team Damon getting stronger because our 40 and up audience is getting a lot bigger, right? Than our, you know, 
35 and, and below audience soda. <laughs> so, so, so team David is getting a whole lot stronger. Get and I want to tell baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people that, all the people that put their sunglasses on top of their hat, Come for oh me. Come for goodness. me. I want all hey, your Hey, Joe. Hey, energy. Joe. Where you put your sunglasses all... at, Joe? Where you put your sunglasses at, Joe? I put them on the top of my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I want Thank all you. your <laughs> energy. Team David, well, 40 and up. Where would I not? Wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So if, I, if I'm sitting there and I got, a, I got a hat on and I'm walking into a store, where am I going to put my sunglasses? On the back of your head. Somewhere. Not your hat. Oh, yeah. That's like oh, easy. Put them up right there. Nah, like, what's the easiest place I could put them? <laughs> nah, hey, but yeah. you gotta watch. You gotta watch our skit, though. I don't want to. They, they, they were bringing up some old because we talked about this. We, we talked about this before, and I got, I got another question, and it's actually like this. I'm, a, I'm gonna move around to like another question because I had a lighter question, but I'm gonna move back to like a, a <clears> question that I think could be a little heavier. So my question is this. Do you believe that there is some point of ownership that an individual has to take in every situation? Right. So what I mean by that is like, do we think that anything happens like that you could find something that you could have done better in that situation? Right. So So anything. No, easy question. (laughs) I don't Uh give a damn if it's good or bad, no matter what the situation is. If you were involved in something, you need to take some type of ownership. Plain and simple. Yeah. Well, a- ain't you, no fans of butts, whether it's yeah. good or bad. Well, you know why I asked that? Because I, I feel like that was like the biggest difference for me. Like the biggest difference of a thing that I learned like after making chief and not the fact that you should take ownership. But I learned the fact that like as a chief, you had to like, like speak on your ownership of a situation. It didn't matter what it was. Like your seller could have got like and, and some some of these ideas like I don't always agree with, but your seller could have got drunk on liberty or something and did something crazy on liberty. And the CEO is asking you, like, like, you know, what could you have, you know, done better and stuff like that? So just the practice of like ownership. So, I'm listening to you. So and that's that's why I said kind of added that cop caveat. If you're involved yeah. in a situation, to me, I'm gonna be honest. Like sometimes I don't see that it's fair some of the people that we see get relieved or things happen to because just like your example my sailor goes on leave for 14 days and goes home to wherever mississippi kentucky whatever yeah do you expect me to call them three four five times a day day? to find out what they're doing to find out you know, who they're hanging out with to find out if they're going to be drinking that night to find out if they got a designated driver. Like, no, because if we're told when a sailor gets on leave, unless it's in an absolute emergency, you leave them alone. You let them spend their time with their families and live their life. That's the whole point. It's for them to be able to decompress and get away from the Navy and spend the time with their families and be able to kind of, you know, reel it back in come back stronger right yeah so if i'm calling them on a regular basis but then if they do do something stupid now you're gonna come to me and expect me to take the ownership (laughs) yeah for something they did when at the same time you want me to leave them alone bro i used to be so mad at that shit (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you man (laughs) like 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 we had this thing on the uh on the when i was on the nimitz we had this thing on 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 the ship where if someone had a DUI, the whole department come in 
for some type of training. And I used to be yeah. so mad, man. Like, like what could I could have did, you know, to prevent that? Because we always put stuff out there. We always talking about when, it. We even had a Liberty when, card, like a Liberty card. Like if you need for taxis, all that stuff. You couldn't walk off the quarter deck without it, right? Everybody, when, you handed out when were you? Huh? When were you on the Nimitz? Uh, man. Um, Four score in seven years. Man, yeah, yeah, 10 to 12. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, because I remember there was the um, uh, D-Glam. D-Glam back around 2004 and five. I don't know if y'all remember that. And that was one thing that like at our command, it was D-Glamorization. If you went the full month with nobody in your division, there was groups within the command. If you went the full month with nobody getting in trouble or getting a DUI or alcohol-related incident, then you got a 72-hour, the last week of the month yeah. whereas if you did get in trouble if if not if, if one person in your group got a DUI or an alcohol related incident then you all had to come into a group together and it was like five in the morning and yeah, these crazy. dudes <laughs> it's crazy. these dudes I was on Little Creek these dudes went out and got some seal at Little Creek to come in and PT us for two hours <laughs> <laughs> from five to seven yeah this seal came and pt our group for two hours just beating us it's like what and then you that? had yeah and then you had 30 teach? minutes to get get a shower dressed in uniform and then you had to go from then into like 1700 straight training they made the sailor that got in trouble have to get up there talk about their incident this and that and everything yeah. else and, and and like they made that day painful but as long yeah. as you didn't have somebody in your group, it's almost like I, promoting violence, man. Like, you know, dudes might want to whoop, <laughs> whoop somebody ass after that. But I want to ask, I do want to ask Reed and J- um, Jamie this, that, that same question too about hey, like I, ownership. Sorry, I'll be right back real quick. I got to okay. go check on uh, my daughter. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, so Reed, uh, first, uh, as far as when it comes to like ownership, do you feel like in every situation, a scenario, you could find something you could have done better? So in every situation, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say no. Specifically speaking on the one that you guys were just talking about, where like if you have, if you're a chief, right, and your junior sailor goes out and gets drunk and does something stupid, because I can tell you right now from that young and dumb perspective, if I'm out drunk doing something stupid, the last person in the world I'm going to call is my chief. Like I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, I'm out doing this. Help, you know, because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm drunk. But I'm not. I'm dumb. But I'm not stupid. You know. But I mean, as far like everything else, though, like yeah, I mean, like Joe said, if it's a good situation and everything went perfectly, that's awesome. But there is a potential that something could have been done better. But then if it's a bad situation and nothing went correctly, obviously someone could have done something better. Someone or more people, like you know, something could have gone better than what it obviously didn't. Yeah, it was like it was like this weird question about like because I don't want because that's a that's a specific scenario with the alcohol, but it was like a weird question where it was like uh, a seller took over for another like so the LPO went on leave, um, and they had like a uniform inspection, and um, one of the sellers looked bad, right? Looked like horrible, right? I don't want to use one of the old chief tropes or whatever, but like they look like a bag of ass or whatever, right? But they look bad, <laughs> right? So. The division got together like 20 minutes before the uniform inspection, right? And the seller still, the seller had a language barrier or whatever. Seller still looked bad, horrible. Let's say there's a five-person division in there. 
chief and chief and the officer come in, they had a disconnection and when they thought the inspection was going to happen. Um, so they they start kind of clashing in front of the division. Seller look like ass. That seller gets chewed out or uh, whatever like that. Now, um, in a scenario like that, do you see any like let's say you are part of that division, right? Do you see anything that you could have done in that scenario to be like, man, I could have, you know, did this or done that and it could have we could have did something better than like this. I mean, there's a lot of things in that specific yeah. scenario that could have gone better. It's like, so if somebody in your division shows up looking like a bag of ass, like you say, like, and you have 20 minutes, that's plenty of time to run down to birthing, grab an iron and help them out, straighten that out, straighten up their ribbon, you know, just help them look less bad than what they already do. So like somebody could have helped, but then also chief and Divo coming in, arguing in front of the division. That's like, <clears throat> that's like, Oh, mom and dad are fighting, you know, yeah. like, that's not good to see either that disconnector like in front of everybody. I don't think that's right. Yeah. But like I said, lots of things could have been done better in that specific scenario. In my opinion, Jamie, what about you and a topic of ownership? Like, do you feel like, well, same question. Like, well, uh, truthfully, I'm, I guess I'm kind of um, motherly. So I'm always feeling um, some type of, of ownership to my sailors and, and anything that they do. But one thing that I've learned, because I was the CFL for our command, um, and man, I was, I was, hey, this, the PRT is coming up, you know, are y'all eating right? Are you working out? All of this stuff, you know, but I still had some failures and I started reflecting on that. Like, should I have like invited them to work out? Should I have done this? And sometimes the onus has to be on the sailor too, Yeah, for you sure. know? Um, you, I could, I could do my very best as a, as a leader and do all of the things right. And I could still, at the end of the day, we could still fail. Um, but the, the onus has to be on that sailor as well. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think one of the biggest challenges of being the leader period is it don't matter how great your intentions are, it's going to be somebody that that don't approve. <laughs> like it's going to be somebody that though, like, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, David, but it, it don't matter how great and grand your intentions are for everybody. You'll have a group of people that's like, yo, this dude is the worst. This, this woman is the worst. Like this is <laughs> like, who the hell is this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, look at like, for instance, like now we starting to find out like about like, we just, I talked about Jeff Bezos, right? Now we starting to find out some, you know, some years late, some years after Amazon is like, one of the most successful companies ever that like a lot of the business practices are like, like really bad, you know what I mean? To the point that they got to start having like, uh, you know, different uh, groups and uh, stuff like that, just to make th different unions and stuff like that, just to kind of make things better for the people. You know, I think they got like treated like shit during the pandemic. Hey, I want to, you know but have you seen, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, have you seen the commercials lately? Because their commercials are trying to change that narrative about Amazon saying, we care about our people. We offer you health care, you know, from your first day, paternity leave, all of that. So um, that, those commercials are really, yeah, <laughs> they're that's trying the, to clean <laughs> that's, the, that's the PR cleanup. That's the, that's the, that's the PR, that damage <laughs> control. <laughs> what hey, you about I'm, to say, hey, Damon? I, I want to um, add something, man, because. Reed just said something that went against everything I be saying at quarters all the time. 
Uh oh. I always put out all the time, man. You go out, you you you're drinking, you do whatever. Call me. You can yeah, call yeah, yeah. me. Reed yeah. just said, just did. I ain't calling my chief. The last you know what I mean? person. <laughs> the last person. Last hey, person well, I'm gonna call. The, the yeah. last person. So but, so but that, I know you tell me. You, I, go ahead. Go ahead, Jamie. I was just agreeing. I said that's one hundred percent true. The last person. <laughs> no, I know. That, oh, I know. It reminds me of a situation when I was uh, my very first command, fireman Vols and ACU four. I don't know if any of y'all have been through there or heard of it, but uh, its nickname was Alcohol Consumption Unit Four when I was there <laughs> back in 03 to 08. It was bad and. Man, we were we were like top of the list in the Navy at the time. We were at the top, towards the top for alcohol related incidents and domestic violence. It was bad. And yeah, Jesus, I remember we were going on a uh, four day weekend, and the CO we had just had like two or three ARIs in the month, and the CO does a captain's call on Thursday afternoon, and literally stands up there and says. Talks about not getting, you know, if, if you're going to get drunk, have a plan, have a DD, get a cab, this, that. It's the normal stuff we always talk about. He says, and the, and even if you wanted to be the first resort, and he said, everybody pull out your phone. Every single person pull out your phone and made us hold our phones up. He says, put this number in your phone. And he gave us his number. Yeah. He said, <laughs> this is my phone number. If you are drunk, call me. I don't care what time of night it is. Call me. What happens? Nobody. First night. (laughs) First night. Guy gets drunk. And it was a first class. Gets drunk. Ends up getting in an argument with his wife. Mm. Beats his wife. Mm. Takes off in his truck. The wife calls the police. Gives him the truck. You know, description. Tag number. Dude gets picked up. Arrested for domestic violence and an ARI, DUI, and dude, that captain was, <laughs> oh my god, dude, there was no DRB or XOI. We came in Tuesday morning, and right off the rip, it was when we went to quarters. Hey, everybody, get to the hangar bay. We got to open this captain's mask right now. Gave that dude literally went and cut. Took out a or got the CMC's pocket knife and cut his rank right off of his whites. Said, You do not deserve to freaking wear this. You don't deserve to be in the Navy. And he's like, You will be out by the end of the week. Mm. Like, it, jeez. And, but yeah. it kind of goes to like, Yeah, I mean, sometimes we can do whatever we want. But if, if sailors are afraid to call us, and that's, that's our fault sometimes, to be honest. If us as leaders aren't making them feel comfortable enough that they can call us, that we will be there for them, and we're and and that's part of the reason of creating this group is to try and bridge that gap. Obviously, we don't want them to be our friends in the sense of, hey, we're gonna go hang out with you. But if they have an issue, we want them to know that they can trust us as leaders to give us that call and say, hey. I'm in a situation. Can you help me out? And we might call the LPO. We might call the work center suit. Somebody else. Hey, 
need you to go help X and Y sailor. You yeah. know, something. So, but so let so let's let's kind of put it to ta- let's put it to task right now. Hey, uh, Reed, what would have to happen to make you comfortable with calling your chief? And we don't got to be specifically talk about your actual chief, but just no, okay. figuratively, uh, what would have to happen for you to like feel comfortable to call your chief in one of those kind of situations like that? She's comfortable calling so, me for some reason. <laughs> all the time, all the time. <laughs> um, so I will say this: at my current command right now, I'm probably not going to call those chiefs unless mm-hmm. I am on my damn deathbed, like in the back of a cop car, like. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't have that relationship. Because it's not their fault either. It's not their fault. I was on maternity, like I was pregnant, and mm-hmm. at Marmac, their policy during COVID was you're high risk, you don't go to work. So like, I just, I don't have that relationship with them. But on my ship, it's like me and me and Chief, me and Chief Vols right now. I will call them. For, I just called my chief from my last command two weekends ago because he knew he has a saw to help me beer, build a beer bong for my husband's thirtieth birthday. I'll call them for whatever, like, you know, Yeah. but these chiefs in my current command that I don't know that well, and I don't have that established relationship already. It would, it would take a lot. Like, even if I got, I know I said in the back of a cop car, but even then, like, well, you actually said on your deathbed in the back of a cop yeah, car. Yeah. On my deathbed. So that's I a hell of a, that's that, a hell yeah, of a, like, that's need, like a hell of a, I need scenario. to let people know. Well, on your deathbed in the yeah, back like, of a I need, cop car. I need to let people know I'm not going to be at work tomorrow, but <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, I, it, it would take a lot. Like, hey, <clears> that I'm, relationship's just not there. Yeah. And so, and I always hear that. I hear like familiarity from almost every single person I talk to. Is it the same for you, yeah. Jamie? No, it's not. I mean, I, I'm a pretty uh, outspoken person in case you can't tell. So I don't have the problem with calling my chiefs or anything. I just um, I think where I struggle is um, the chain of command. So I get so concerned about chief, senior chief, master chief that I don't tell. Um, I, I work directly for a master chief and I don't always go to him first because I'm more comfortable going to, you know, a chief or whatever. And so it, that in the in I guess in the terms of junior sailor to master chief, it's just I don't have a problem calling him. I just also don't want to bother them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I know they're busy and I don't know if if my concern is something to stop and and have them stop what they're doing and ask them about it. That's that's really what what makes me um, not call. Yeah, it's always like, you know, like somebody would call me, like, you know, somebody did call me and be like, hey, senior, like, I'm drunk, man. I need a ride. I need something. I need you, you know. And then I had to look over to my wife, be like, hey, babe, like, I got to stop watching Peacemaker. <laughs> I got to stop watching Peacemaker. <laughs> I got to stop watching Peacemaker so I can yeah, go so grab the seller. Like, to I, like, to I flip shit. that question on you, I'm asking the Let's go. Now. To, to you guys, like, oh. if it's, you know, it's Saturday night, it's. Two o'clock in the morning, one of your junior sailors calls you fumbling through his words. He's drunk. He, she's drunk, wherever. What are you going to do? Are you going to like go get them? Are you going to be pissed? Are you going to be mad? Are they going to be in trouble come Monday morning because they called you? Because 
that's what you told them to do, right? Yeah. So are you are you are they going to be in trouble because they called you at two o'clock see, in the morning? See, see. Are they not going to be in trouble well, because they did what you told hey, them? To hey, do? before you before you answer though, David, because I want the <laughs> listeners that don't have a visual to see that Re got the she aggressive the body movements moving <laughs> she she you know she swaying through the camera and everything like that. All right, what you got, David? I can't wait to answer this question. Though. Well, me personally, I'm going to be all of the above, right? I'm upset okay. because, you know, you're not being responsible, right? But am I coming to get you? Yes. And are we going to have this conversation all the way from me taking you home? Yes, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about it when you come to work the next day. So all of this, and then we're going to have we have some conversations about it because that's not where, you know, you should be. I don't think anybody should be out there getting drunk where they can't do anything, can't, you know, take care of themselves. So we're going to have those type of conversations. But, you know, you're going to be good, though. You know, this ain't going to be no retaliation. This ain't going to be like, okay, you, you're not as where you was before. You know what I mean? I'm not finna say, I told you to call me, right? It, this, mm-hmm. this whole thing could have been a whole lot different if you wouldn't have called me, right? So right. Um, most definitely, I'm glad you called. And I make sure I, I, I say that too when I'm upset. I'm going to say, I'm glad you called me, but we got to be more responsible, you know, responsible drinking uh, and stuff like that. But uh, most okay. definitely won't be in trouble though, you know. So um, see, I, I have a completely, I gotta disagree <laughs> with you on some of that. Yeah. Um, completely different. Say, I mean, honestly, you call me at two in the morning on a Friday or Saturday, my response is probably gonna be like, "Well, I would come get you, however, but I'm um, <laughs> I'm drunk too, so." <laughs> well, so- but I'm glad you called. I'm glad you was responsible enough to not try and take that ride. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to find a way. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm not going to be mad at him. I'm yeah. not one bit. I'm going to well, find a way. If I got to pay for an Uber to come pick him up, I'll pay for an Uber to come pick him up. If I got to try and find somebody else in the division, make some calls. Hey, stay where you're at. Let me make some calls right now. Try and reach out to some other people. Hey, you know, can you help me out? Can you help this art, you know, our division sailor out here and stuff like that? I'm going to find a way somehow and I'm going to get them back safe. Now I'll have a conversation with them next, you know, when we get back to work, be like, look, man, Hey, I'm glad you called me, but next time, you know, try and be a little bit more responsible because the way I would look at it, you had enough sense to know you were too drunk to drive. My next question is going to be, did you save enough money in your bank account to call that Uber yourself instead of having to call me? Yeah. So, so um, they knew they shouldn't be driving, which is good. I'm going to be happy for them, man. They made the right decision at a point where they was intoxicated, which not everybody does. But was the situation, they looked at their bank account and be like, shit, man, I only got 10 bucks because <laughs> I spent it all at the bar. Like, I can't get an Uber. So I got to start making calls. You know, is that the situation? And in that, I'm going to be hey, man, you did the right thing. But be a little bit more responsible with your situation and your money, if that's the case, you know. I'll dig in a little bit deeper to find out what the real situation was. But that would be about it, man. I ain't going to be mad at him. Not one bit. I'm I'm coming. I'm bringing bunk cakes. I'm bringing some baby bunts with me so they can soak <laughs> so they can soak up that alcohol. No, um, I, so honestly, my first reaction is I, I mean, I man, any call after like like any call after like twenty three hundred, I'm looking over at you know Angeline, my wife, like 
man, they, you know, any, 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 any call. My mom could call me after that. Um, but um, I'm like, damn, you know, so uh, that's the first thing. But um, I'm telling, I'm telling my wife, you know, because I like to look like a hero in her eyes too, you know. So I'm like, hey, one of the sellers call me, babe. I'm gonna get out. I gotta go on Put a the rescue superhero mission, suit babe. and go get them. <laughs> um, I, I, I think, um, I think night one, um, I think uh, the night that I go pick up the seller, I won't have any questions. Um, it might be a little, I'm silly, so it might be like a little chuckle, like, hey, like, come on, man, get a car, you know what I'm saying? And then it's a, a drop off, but uh. The de- the next day or the next time I talk to him, him or her, I do want to know what like what their plan was. Like, what was your plan? You know what I'm saying? And I, and I say I say that because I had if I could, it's no day in my life that I would like to delete outside of the, the day at my bachelor party. I still hate to hear about you know like my actions <laughs> during my blackout period of my bachelor party. Like it's embarrassing, it's crazy, and I'm glad I made it over you know that <laughs> that hill or whatever, right? Um, and I heard I did a million things. I just don't remember any of those things. You know what I mean? Um, so I know how those nights could go. And I know sometimes they could go like unplanned. You know what I mean? For me, it might not have been like when, when I had crazy nights, it was like, <laughs> that's probably gonna be the name of this episode. It was like hot Hennessy, right? It was like hot Henny. Right? <laughs> so like if I, whenever I drink Henny hot, like I had a really rough, like, Transition, like, like, what's like, hot into hitting? like, what's, what's hot? Hit? Like, you heat it up? No, like, yeah, like sake. No, 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 no. You watch strange. You watch Stranger Things. You watch Stranger Things, yeah. right? So they got the upside, the place, the upside down, or whatever. So this don't got nothing yeah. to do with the hot henny, but that's where I go after. You know, I drink hot henny. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the upside down. Hot henny is just henny that just straight from the, you know, either in a hot like so neat. That's if you, if, if if we want to be, would you say, Jamie? <laughs> she said that's nasty. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, look. I <laughs> I stopped drinking henny altogether after my bachelor party. It's bad. Like if you know, if 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 I'm if I have an ill fate, it's because of henny. So I just stopped drinking it. <laughs> but like I said, I've had nights. So like I look at it. Like my dad always tell me, like yo, I can't judge y'all for any. My dad is like really good with like not like placing any judgment on us, right? And his motivation for that is because he like, yo, I did far worse in my life. Um, in the 80s, the, you know, any every epidemic that was going on in the 80s, he like, yeah, I, <laughs> I tried it. You know what I mean? So he's like, I can't judge y'all for what y'all do. So the first thing that I want them to know is, is like, I gave you my number for this, like, thing, for this, you know, uh, moment. So I, I don't want you to feel bad about using it, right? That's the first thing that I want to make clear. But then the second thing I want to know is what was your plan? Like how far down the line was I in your plan of calling? Cause right, I, like was I, I your first step? I'm going to be honest. I don't want to be the first step. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to be the first step. <laughs> like if you drive somewhere, if you drive somewhere and you got to park overnight, Uber, you, I mean, a, a friend of yours, like uh, that's like sober that you could call or that was with you should be your first step. Uber should be somewhere, somewhere. I should be like around number five. I'm, I'm happy and number five. I, I'll tell you what, you know what? Or number seven. You, no, no, yeah. I'm, anything what under five, up, I don't feel important. Anything under five. What you brought up, I mean, <laughs> by what you're saying, as far as that is, yeah, where was I in your step? If you have a large enough division, how many other people did you call that said they can't help you out? Yeah. Now I'm going to have a completely different conversation and it ain't going to be about him because he was doing the right thing. Now it's going to be the conversation 
when I get back to work the next day at quarters, be like, wait a second. So we got a sailor in our division who reached out to at least four or five of y'all. Yeah. And you couldn't help him. Yep. I don't care how it is. To me, the rank does not matter in the sense of the way I look at it. Us as a division, as a Navy, we're all brothers and sisters. We're there to take care of each other. Yeah. And if you telling me that you had to get to my number at number five or number six because you reached out to X, Y, and Z and nobody wanted to help you, now it is a completely different topic to talk about. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. I got to be number five. Like, it, even if I got a 20, I know you got something to say, Reed, but I, this is my last point because <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's very important and it's vital to trans, uh, trans, uh, formidable, transformational leadership, whatever it is. But I got to be number five. If, I'm, if I got a 25 person division and I'm not number five, I'm pissed off, man. Don't tell me you got EMF and Jablowski over me, man. Like, EMCS, I'm number five, man. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. What you got, Reed? No, I was just going to say is what, what you were saying, Joe, as far as like, you know, if you get to quarters the next day and so-and-so and so-and-so didn't help out drunk person, then they're going to be in trouble. Me, as being one of the people who would have been called, I would go help them no matter what mm-hmm. because of me or how I am as a person. But me being that drunk person, like saying, oh, I called so-and-so and so-and-so and they didn't come get me. I'm not about to drop names. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to get these people in trouble because I was dumb and I got drunk. Like, I'm not going to drop names to you to be in trouble with you. And then now also them. Like, I'm going to just sit there and be quiet. Like, no, 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 I got something to say. So this is, you know what? And I'm, you know, I'm going to go with my RDiv buddy here because we're pretty, uh, we're pretty abrasive at certain times. And I think it comes across with what we deal with. You know, when you're dealing with and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or whether you feel different when you're dealing with life saving equipment, when you're dealing with stuff that can potentially kill somebody, if they go in and PMS wasn't done correctly on the hose, the SCBA, whatever it is, and they run into a space and next thing you know, they're trying to use their equipment. So, like, I'm a very abrasive person. However. I've had many of those conversations with my division where I've gotten them all there and I go off, I go ham. Um, and I would potentially do that too, but I don't need names. I don't need names. I could care less about the names. The point is I know a sailor within our own division reached out and we're supposed to be close because we teach you know, with, with the exception of like, I think our SEALs, our EOD guys and everything else that we got in our service, our div, we teach brotherhood and sisterhood, no matter up and down the chain, because we have to be able to look to the next person if we're in a fire and rely on them to help save our life and us do the same for them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, there is a certain bond and connectedness there. And when you're not willing to do that in any situation, I'm going to have a problem. I don't need your name. Everybody's so, going to get the business. Everybody yeah. across the board is going to get the business. So yeah, gotta, and that, and that was gotta, my point. My point wasn't, was that too. Oh, I would never call names either way. If you told me the names, I still wouldn't say their name. Nope. You know what I mean? Out there. I just reiterate it because sometimes that's what we need. We need to reiterate the issue 
and and help each other out. So that's what I would have did. I would have got up there and say, hey, if you know we need help, anybody need help. If you couldn't have helped them, you should have been trying to call somebody else, you know, whatever the case may be. But I most definitely I'm with I'm with you, Reed. I wouldn't have called them out because I know um someone else can call them at a different time. Right. So I'm just want to reiterate and make sure I don't down their credibility because if I down their credibility, ain't nobody gonna call them. You know what I mean? So right. I want to make sure, reiterate the situation, reiterate how we are family, how we are a team, and we all this stuff, and you know, and then um go from there. I got a I got a question though. I'm a, it's I think it's gonna be for you, Reed, because Jamie, Jamie been around the block. Uh, she got a little bit more time. And um, so my question are you, for are you, you calling me old? Definitely, definitely, you know, definitely not, you know, definitely not old. You know what I mean? You, you know, I'm just the baby of the group. Yeah, let's be yeah, and and I and I think and I, and, and I think Jamie kind of like she probably she she probably I think I know what her answer would be. But like, let's say that this same person um, tells you this. Um, Honestly, let me be honest. I'm not interested in what a first class thinks about this question. That's, that's my. That's probably. That's probably. That's probably the most honest. You know, honest wow. I could be because I know a first class is going to have the answer that I know a first class will have. Let's say the same. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, let's say the same person called you about three to four times a week for like a three week period. Right? What do you do? What do you mean? Like the same person called like, you, I'm drunk, I'm fucked up, come pick me up. Oh, called me for the place. I'm drunk thing? About three about three to four times a week for a three-week period. Now you probably see why I ain't want to ask you this question, Jamie. But like about right. three to four times a week for like a three-week period. Um, what's your thoughts and what are you? what do you think you should do at that moment? So honestly... It's going to, I don't want to say that it's going to depend on my relationship with that person, but I mean, it does, you know, if I'm friends with that person, I'm going to pick them up and be like, like you said earlier, like get in the car, like, come on, quit being dumb. You're stupid. Like you're drunk again. Quit being crazy. But if somebody calls me, I mean, I'm still going to go no matter what. Cause if you're calling me, I, you know, I got two kids. Like, you know, that I'm, I better be one of your last resorts. Like if you're going to call me, I'm going to go. But if I'm not quote unquote friendly with you, I'm probably going to be a little bit irritated, like a little bit standoffish. But I know that I shouldn't be like that because I'm glad that you called me. You know, at least now I know that you're going to get home safe even though you're being stupid. Am I going to be irritated? Yes. What do you get to a point where that's a great answer? And that's the reason that I wanted to ask you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, (laughs) Do you ever get to a point where you eat, where you start to think like, man, I need to talk to somebody else about this because this is starting to be too much. Yeah. If it, for me personally, if it ever gets to the point where they're calling me all the time and if, if I ever look at my phone and I see their name on my phone and I'm like, dang, I don't want to answer that. I know I need to talk to somebody else. I know that it's a problem for me now. So it's a problem for them and I need to be not the, what is it? Not the, most senior person with the secret i need i need someone else to be involved yeah because if if i ever am like i don't want to talk i'm not answering i'm not going anymore that's where it's a problem yeah so So natural natural mind right you as you and your rank that you are who you are who was your first person that who the first person that you would go to who do who do you think you would kind of talk to first and i'm not looking for like the textbook i'm not looking for like the textbook answer just who would you talk to if yeah if you started seeing like this being a problem an issue so, 
Mm. At my command, I'm at now. No, period. Like probably and, and, one of my. Well, that's that's what I'm, that's that's where it, I mean. It, I think it matters as far okay. as the time that I've spent at each place. Like the, my command that I'm at now, uh-huh. I'd probably talk to one of my first classes that mm-hmm. isn't my LPO just to kind of gauge what they're gonna say, and then maybe take it to my LPO. At my last command, I would go talk to my chief because me and him are like this. Like we had such good rapport, I could talk to him about anything. I'd be like, look, this person's being dumb getting drunk all the time and calling me yeah. like, I don't mind to go pick them up, but it's all the time. What do I do? You know, yeah. it just, I, I think it depends on your relationship with those people. Like I said, I don't have a great relationship with my chain at my command right now. Uh-huh. It's not bad, but it's not y'all let, as y'all like open yeah, yeah, as it was yeah. at my last command. Yeah. I think it, you're full of it. You would call me first. <laughs> you are literally in California. I'm in Virginia. <laughs> hey, Jamie, Jamie. What good are you going to be to me all the way out there? <laughs> Jamie. Is Jamie is Jamie still here? Jamie- yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm you, here. Sorry, I you, just had to unmute it. Do you have anything to add to that thought? Yeah, um I think what the what you're missing is um asking that person what's going on. You know, because it could be family drama, it could be work drama, it could be mental health, mm-hmm. or it could be a drinking problem. But if we don't ask the question about what's <clears throat> going on, what you know, really, and get into those deep facts, we don't know what resource that that person needs. You know, and they could just keep okay. on, uh, like it, we could say, "Hey, you've got a drinking problem," and, and go to DAPA, but. Maybe that's not the reason why they were drinking in the first place. Maybe it was, you know, the spouse or whatever. So the the first thing I think would be to ask that person, hey, you know, this is the third time you've called me in, in two weeks. What's going on? Why are you drinking so heavily? You know, and then have that conversation. I didn't think about that. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> well, you know, because, you know, they say sometimes the drink is not the, the problem. Sometimes the drink is the solution. Um, my, mm-hmm. your thought process about going to somebody higher is perfect because like most likely that person going to talk to the DAPA and the DAPA yeah. is well, the person that has the answers and the resources. So even if drinking is the solution, advice, the problem, the DAPA is like that person that could get that person to the best people, you know, to talk to. Cause there's something going on. You need some help from some professional that I don't think anybody in your chain of command like going to be able to fix, (laughs) like, you know, going to be able to help out with, unless you got somebody that's a trained like therapist that went to school for all of that before they joined. And even then that shouldn't be in their scope to be helping somebody with. You got professionals like that's, you know, trained, you know, um, Damon and Joe, y'all got any thoughts on that? Go ahead, Joe. I I mean, I I mean, honestly, I I think they both kind of really, combined they hit the note you know the nail right on the head um eventually yes if if it starts becoming a recurring thing you're gonna go get help from somewhere else if you don't think you're in a position based on your rank just like reed was talking about um you know for her she's gonna seek help from somebody higher rank and even if it might not be the right person they're probably at that point at their rank and at their experience in the Navy going to be able to get them to the, the right, right person, person. like yep. the Dapper or somebody else. Um, and then Jamie, obviously, you know, she cleaned up exactly what, you know, the one thing Reed kind of missed is, 
okay, is there a bigger problem here? Is it a, is there truly a drinking problem? You know, that somebody, nothing personal, but somebody like Reed at that age, hey, we still thinking about partying too at that age, you know? So we're not really looking at it that way. Um, But somebody like Jamie, being more experienced, that's something that's going to cue her right off the rip. But either way, I think I think they're both basically just hitting it right on the mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that person still. That. Yeah, and that's good stuff. That's why we got Jamie here, like you know, to kind of inform, and that's why we do things like that page. It's just to get experience. It's just different people sharing experience that could get you further. You know what I mean? And it ain't so even I, like I got a, I got a question. It kind of goes just exactly what you're saying. So you got to get sassy with it. <laughs> so I got a I got a question for Jamie and uh Reed. Uh so we've had this page up now for what about a year and a half, roughly? Has it been that Might long? Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, so huh? Has it really? It's been a minute. Um and I've noticed and I'm curious if you guys cause because of the admin and way it's set up, we have, I don't, I don't think we explained or it came up. So our admin, we have our own admin uh, messenger page. We do mm-hmm. a lot of talking behind the scenes, a lot. a lot of talking. You know, we got two master chiefs as our admin. We got quite a few other chiefs. We have another first class as our admin. Like we got a good group. We got a fleet master chief in there, which is crazy to me. Um, my question <laughs> is to you guys because they may or may not know it but a lot of the decision making that goes on when some of these things are coming are the way that we deal with things very specifically in the chief's mess have you guys being junior being able to see the behind the scenes of the way we really do things do you feel it's benefited your career or give you a better better insight into the navy and what we do is, and what we do as far as leadership and the way we look at things. I want to hear Jamie. I want to hear Jamie first, actually. Yeah, Jamie, you go first. You know, I've definitely learned a lot uh, with the behind the scenes look, and you know, a lot of times, like I mentioned before, I've been in first class and riding the merry-go-round, round and round, but. Truthfully, I wasn't ready to be the chief because of some of the things that I've learned through the page, some of the things I've learned in the position I am now at work. Um, And I'm like, man, I would have really royally screwed up everything if I'd have had anchors on before my time, you know. But uh, but watching how we we come to a conclusion and then come out and say this is what it is as as a one front. That's powerful, you know, and then we back it up like that. So I, I, I think that's what I've learned most. What you got, Reed? I mean, pretty much the same, honestly. It's, it's seeing like the, the open discussions between everybody. Cause it's like, we'll have a really controversial post as far as like, oh, I don't think this should be posted because of this. But then somebody comes in and they're like, okay, we'll look at it from this perspective. You have this. And you're like, oh, okay. I like it. I don't For me, it's taught me to see it the way that I see it, but then also step back and look at how other people may see a situation. And like, I think, I think it's helped me in that regard as far as like just seeing 
everything more clearly, like the bigger picture, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy, Jamie. I want to. I want to add something what Jamie said earlier. Hey, Jamie, none of us is ready. You know what I mean? That's what Things I was gonna happen. You right? Um, that that. So don't don't take it don't take yeah, it as that. Right. Like, hey, I don't know if I was ready. And we always learning. We learning every day. So don't take it as I. I <clears throat> man, I don't know what I would have did if I would have put on anchors before. No, we always learning. We learn on the, on the job. So don't look at. I want you looking at it like that. And and that, hey, that's what I was gonna talk about because I remember like being like, yo, I need to be able to do like ninety five push ups straight if I want to be a chief. I need to be able to do like eighty five <laughs> curl ups straight. I had like, all right, I need that, and then I need this technical expertise. I need to know this. I need to be able to recite the three hundred. I need to be able to do this. I'm not this. I'm not this. I'm not that. And the crazy thing is, all of us are always gonna be like a work in progress. And that's one of the things I really, really want people to know more than anything else is that when they are talking to like a chief or somebody like that, they are talking to somebody that's not perfect, somebody that's a work in progress and somebody that was not ready to do whatever that they did whenever it happened. You know what I mean? I remember what I made seeing. I'm like, yo, am I like ready to be a senior chief? Like, am I ready to, I remember my chief, am I ready to be a chief? I remember I made first. <laughs> am I ready to be, like, I think I questioned like how ready, I remember when they made me works in a suit as a third class. I'm like, yo, am I ready to like, Tell people they got to do PMS, you know, so we do, but we do. That's like a natural thought. Like we question, like what we ready for Hey, Jamie, you sound like you ready. (laughs) You know, know, I want to add one more thing to that, man. And and for one of my examples was, Jamie, do you know how long it took me to stop saying when I was the LPO? Forever. (laughs) Like I used to always tell my LPOs, man, I did it like this when I was the LPO. And then I had to sit back and I had to think for a minute. And I was like, you know what? I think me and me and Dumbo had this conversation. And we had to, we had to be like, you know what, man? We all think differently. We do things differently. We learn differently and all this stuff. So long as we get the job done, you gotta learn how to, you know, what I call, you know, evaluate and adapt and, and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean, to certain situations. Um, because I'm here to tell you, man, I used to always say that to my LPOs, yeah. like, man, I used to do it like this when I was the first class and <laughs> I was an LPO and it, it don't work that way. Cause they look at me like, you ain't the LPO. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So you right. got You got to most definitely, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a learning process. It's learning. Yeah. I got punched in the face a million times, uh, my first year as a chief. And my LPO actually taught told me that one. Like one of them, I talked about that a couple of times on this podcast already, but it was my LPO. No, one of my other first classes was like, hey, you know how you always talk about like when you was the first class and stuff? I'm like, yeah, 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 for sure. That's, you know, kind of get the guys kind of like seeing what I, she's like, yeah, none of us like it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, right. we don't give a shit. Quit yeah, telling yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm just letting them know it's possible. You know, it can happen. Hey, Brett, I saw you had your, uh, I, I mean, uh, Jamie, I saw you had your uh, mic unmuted. So I want to make sure that you got every thought. Like, I don't want to skip whatever thought that you had. No, I was just going to agree. You know, I, I know, uh, I know, um, that, you know, none of us are ready for like if, for the different calls and everything like that. And and that that actually reassures me personally to know, that, you know, hey, if I if this time is my time, then, you know, I won't be ready and that's OK. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as, yeah, as leaders, yeah. you know, I'm always I'm always reflecting. I'm always tweaking. I'm always Oh, I should have said this or I should have did yep. this or now I've realized I did, you know, but I think the most powerful thing that um, my master, my chief recruiter, my master chief told me is not everybody is you. 
because I'm like, well, I did this mm-hmm. and I did that. And they should be able to do that too, you know, but not everybody's you. They do things differently. And that's one of the most powerful lessons I've learned as a recruiter, you know? Yeah. And that's a tough lesson to learn. I remember learning. I'm I've like, man, I think I learned, I think I still have to learn that. Like I forget it, then I learn it again and forget it, then I learn it again. But I learned that a lot um, in my first year as a chief as well. I got, Can I, I, what's up? Could give some, you know, insight. I'm, I'm gonna give a little. Uh, I'm not gonna say what, what the season is. You know, we don't like to do that, but I'm gonna say a small part of it. And it doesn't. One thing about the season and becoming a chief. I don't care who you are out there. Anybody listening, you're gonna fail. You're going to fail at some things. And it is designed that way. It's intentional. And it's not that we want you to fail. It's because we want to see what you learn from that failure. Because even when you get into leadership, even when you are the chief, even when you are the senior chief and the master chief, we're still going to fail. We're still going to make mistakes. The difference is, and one thing that we push during the season is failure. It's an intentional thing. We want you to fail because we want you to learn something from it and to grow from it. And we want you to take that lesson on no matter what. So it's not a matter of you failing as a person or a sailor or anything else. It's a matter of we want you to learn how to take failure. So that's just a small tidbit. And I, I think that's a, you know, something... I loved about the season and seeing how people grow from it and then continue to grow throughout their career afterwards. Yeah. The biggest thing for me when it comes to failure or anything is who I'm failing. <clears throat> right. Like if it's something that, that I don't like to fail sailors though, you know what I mean? Like, yep. and, and the thing, the thing about it is, is, is like, but that's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. But my, my thing on when it's happening, how many people I didn't reach out to when that happened though? You know what I mean? Like, like if I know I got a situation, I know I'm about to fail a sailor. You damn right, I'm reaching out to a lot of people before I freaking you know fail that sailor on something um, that I probably know they they may have experience in or they may know something about. And that's the big that's the that's the biggest thing about the mess on our reach. You know what I mean? Our reach is crazy. You know, so that's one of the things is that I like to you know reach out before I fail that sailor on something. But you're right. I mean. Failure isn't it's inedible. It's going to happen. Um, but you most definitely don't want to fail sailors because you lose that, you know, that respect for them. And they then, you know, once people start talking, you, you, you mess around and you, your ass don't have no legs yep. to stand on. Right. So. But to, but to me, it's it's, you know, that failure is what makes you stronger. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. It, depending on how you do it. And that's what that's what we all fear. We all fear failure. We all do. Yeah. No matter what, across the board. The difference is, are you going to let failure shut you down? Which most people do. Yeah. Not most. A lot of people do. And then owning and it, right? Owning it, too. That's a big thing. Owning, owning it. it. Yeah. But to me... That's the, the hard part. <laughs> to me, the biggest thing is, what did you learn from it? And are you ever going to let that same failure happen again? How are you going to correct it? And that's... If you can learn... And I tell my kids this all the time. I, I, that's one of the biggest lessons I tell my kids. Did you fail? Yeah, cool, great. Who cares? It happens. Did anybody die? 
No. All right. Everybody's still good? Did you learn something from it? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, to me, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. That's the most important thing because you're always making yourself better with those failures, most no matter how yeah. big or small they are. It's crazy. One of the crazy things about life is like, man, like and being married is like, you know, sometimes it's that illusion that like, for instance, like I want to fail so bad. Like it's I want to fail. Like I actually want to do shit <laughs> and fail at it. Like I, it's for some reason, like that's like something that I want to do. But it's like, you know, life is like, damn, like it's like, damn, I can't even fail. Like I'm married. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't even fucking fail the way I want to fail. Right. You know what I mean? But like I said, that's, you know, that's an illusion because if you got somebody with you, they with you. But I don't want to extend that conversation. That's just my own thought. I've been thinking about it recently for a while. Like, yo, I, I want to fail, man. Like, like out of while. Somebody please help me fail at, at something. You know, but like, you know, but the reason why I say that is because you get old, you start having family, you start having kids. And sometimes you stop like making attempts because of a fear that like Damon said, you know, when he's talking about sellers, but it's a fear that you're going to fail other people and you're going to bring them, you know, down with you. Um, and sometimes that's that's rough. That's one of them rough uh, things. And I'm reading a good book about it right now. But I want to get off that. I got two two more questions, and then I want to circle back a little bit to the Facebook page. And I don't want to keep too much keep y'all here for too much uh, more time. Um, and then whatever whatever questions Damon got. Um, All right, those aren't my jets this time. Just to let you know. Yeah. Those are my jets. Sorry, I don't know how to turn <laughs> yeah, my yeah. speaker thing off. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, it sounded like the White Walker War. Like I thought it was some crazy shit. The Dothraki, Dothraki was getting killed back there. So, I thought, so, so here's uh, here's my um my well, damn, it was a great segue. But for, scrap the segue. I'm gonna ask the other question that's not related to the question that we were just, well the topic <laughs> we were just talking about. Here's an, it's a lighter question. If you wanted to open a business right outside of a military base, right? It's, I've never asked a question this standard ever before, but I think it's a fun question. If you wanted to open a business right outside of a military base, what would it be? Woodworking. Okay, woodworking. That's a good one. <laughs> what about you, Damon? Uh, what, uh, Reed, what about you? No, no, no. You go, you go, you go. I think it's what I already seen before, man. I think that the the tailoring and all that stuff, man, I think that's a man, good that's shot. that's my answer. But that's it, my answer. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man, that got to be a killing, right? Dry same day. tailoring. Same day Let me service. ask you this. Do you know how much I can get for one of my plaques that I make for a sailor of the quarter? I can get anywhere between $60 and $100 for one plaque. That's how great. many commands are doing a sailor of the quarter? Sale of the year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then you got your going aways. Then you got this and that and everything else. Oh, it's, a, it's hey, you, but how many look, plaques can you make in a week? You do oh, the he plaques. Gonna a, he gonna need a team. Look, look. I could you, no, by myself. By myself, I can easily push out probably about thirty plaques in one day. You do those plaques. I have the material. They huh? come over. They, I said you hit those plaques up. They come right over to me and Damon and Taylor and Alteration Shop. And they, you know, uh, hey, I'll, I'll give you. Yeah, anything. but I'm getting a hundred dollars. I'm getting a hundred dollars for my plaques. Oh, I'm charging a hundred. That's what I was about to say. I give you. I give, <laughs> look, I give you anything to get these tomorrow. All right, give me a hundred dollars. I'm gonna hit them with the steam press. Like, <laughs> I mean, taking advantage of. Sales. I'm not That's saying you stuff. wrong either. By no means. By no means. But give me like anything. some of the things that I can do. Like I'm yeah. working on one right now. That it's. Realistically, I mean, it's a it's it's a decent sized job. It's not too big, but I'm getting eight hundred off the report. Yeah, so yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a yeah. lot. I know it's a lot. I know you it's know, a lot. 
and yeah. I mean, going away, going away, decent, retirement man. stuff, all that. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, you know, and there's other ones, man. I got like I haven't gotten into some of the uh, the actual like shadow boxes and stuff, but I got yeah. a buddy of mine does shadow boxes. He he, anything any shadow oh, box nice. he does, he does the chests, really mm. nice chests. Yeah, open up everything. Yeah. He's never charging uh, less than two grand. For that thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yeah. thousands. Nice. Yeah. What about what about you, I mean, Reed? What, what you open up? A hundred percent Starbucks or Chick Fil A. Starbucks and Chick Fil A. Drive through on the way to bed because they're both just firing them out. You know, quick drive through on the way to work. You're gonna get coffee. You're gonna get breakfast. There you go. Easy money. I knew I was gonna hear a restaurant from somebody. What about you, Jamie? <laughs> Well, since y'all took all the good ones, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a, a bar. With a tailor shop and a trophy shop in the back, I'm gonna put a couple of cars in the front for sale, and I'm gonna sell Chick Fil A on the side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so with the Jamie's one-stop. gonna have a strip mall. Yeah, Got it. She's a, she's a one stop shop, bro. Ja- one Jamie, stop shop. <laughs> Jamie's one stop shop. That's the name of the episode too. Jamie's one stop shop. The one about Jamie's one stop shop. Yeah, we, we got it. Hey, so my my have my, you have have you seen? I just sorry. I got addicted to TikTok, and I I saw this TikTok. I don't know if you've seen this one. It was funny. It's a restaurant called I don't know. Nah, plain and oh, simple. When your wife says Not I don't know, because <laughs> yep, you, you just ask her like, what restaurant you want to go to. I don't know. Okay, boom. <laughs> it's literally a restaurant. I saw that, and it's. Big old bold letters right on the side of the building. Hey, I don't know. That shit is creative. <laughs> hey, that shit Speaking is creative. Creative is here right there, man. That's creative, man. That's creative. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to name no. my bar. I don't know. Bar with the trophy shop. The alterations. <laughs> yeah, that's Money. The that's going to be the Liberty Center right there. They, that's, they going straight from the ship right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and serve and season and serve season. You about to have some business. I, I got a I got a, a another question. This is my last heavy question, and um, it, it got to do with Navy, and it got to do with just life. Period. Um, I'm gonna ask the second part of the question first. Um, the second part of the question is uh, why is respect so fragile? Um, or why can respect be so fragile? Now, the first part of this question though is why do the bad moments outweigh the good ones so heavily? So I'll give you an example. Um, uh, oftentimes you might have like somebody, whether they're a leader, LPO, whatever, they might like nine times out of 10 out of the 365 days of the year, whatever, they provide uh, enormously unequal balance of like great moments. But like one to two, like really bad moments and experiences could like completely ruin your respect for this person, Right. And my thought process, and this from everybody's uh, mind, the Damon too, like my thought process is, do y'all, first of all, do y'all think that that's a true, you know, thought? And if that is a true thought, then uh, why do you think that is uh, a, a thing? It is a true thought. Um, it is. We, um, and I think, you know, it's human nature and I'm sure there's some type of, psychological aspect to it but when we have somebody that's 
you know, constantly getting a job done, successful, doing what they're supposed to do, we take it for granted. We mm-hmm. just look at that person and like, all right, they they good, they good. But then when that person messes up, you know, gets the DUI, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? I think part of us looks at that person and thinks how you're so squared away. How could you make this mistake? Mm -hmm. How could you? And then, unfortunately, I think we dwell on it. I don't think we should. And I typically don't. But we do see it. You're right. Um, It happens. It's a regular thing. We... We as people look at social media, look at the news, look at our climate today overall as a country and a world. What do we focus on more? Do we focus more on the good things people do or are we focusing more on the bad things people are doing? Yeah, the bad things for sure. As which, which one gets the most likes on yeah. TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook, on everything? Is it the good things or the bad things that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a social construct somehow that we've created. I think I'm sure there's more to it. I couldn't answer that. But unfortunately, that's what we're slowly. And I think social media has affected that. That we it's more fun for us to see and focus on the bad things. Yeah. And so I think that carries over to our everyday life as well, that we focus more on the bad things that people do than the good things, my opinion. That's what yeah. we use in marketing. I mean, people don't follow the shade room because of the positive quotes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's we as a society look at bad things and that is what what market marketeers because I'm in the marketing business right now, um, shoot mm-hmm. towards because drama, reality TV, all of that stuff is interesting. And uh, you don't want to watch, you know, somebody that went and planted a bunch of trees on Earth Day, you know. Um, but w- what I was going to say is um, coming from the military perspective, I was an air traffic controller. And our saying was one oh shit can take away a thousand attaboys. And that's because you can control every single day and perfectly you have one crash or one near miss and, and it's all, it's all for, for nothing, you know? Yeah. It's rough. You read what's rough. I was just going to say like pretty much what they're saying is like the, the bad things that happen are more memorable. They stand out more than you could do a thousand good things. You do you 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 mess up one time, and that's gonna stand out more in people's heads because, like, that's I don't know it, I don't know why I don't know how to explain it. That's just that's what people think of when they think of you. You screw up once, they're gonna think of that first. They may then think of the good, but the first thing they're gonna think of is that screw up. At least 
from my perspective. Yeah. Now, hey, Damon, before you go, because, you know, I'm a, just because the one thing I was kind of thinking about was like, even as like, you know, as a leader, chief LPO, you know, you might look out for your seller a million times, like, you know, a million, you know, and then your seller might be like, yeah, I don't know what happened. He used to be cool. He used to do this. He used to do this. But this one time he did this and now I don't trust his ass. <laughs> like, 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 I don't trust him. I can't trust hey, that person. I, they burn. I got me. a question. And this, I, I got a question. This is going to kind of, to me, it's going to put it a little bit perspective. Did everybody hear about two months ago where the F-35 uh, crashed into the back of the ship? Yeah. I yeah. think so. I think so. It was about a month and a half ago. F-35. Was I remember that. Yeah, a month and a half. I remember that. Yeah. Crashed in the back of the ship, right? Uh-huh. People remember that, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you hear about, remember, or ever see all the other successful landings they had throughout that entire deployment? Nope. Nope. Not a one. Not you know what I mean? Bad things are what stand out. Yeah. <clears throat> the good things is like just everyday shit. Like this happens every day. Yeah. That's what's expected. That's the new normal is yeah. just to be perfect all the time. What you got, Naaman? I know you got some thoughts. Well, I can't give a real answer, man. I'm sorry to say it. I can't give a real answer because I think it's all about uh, situational on how big the, situ- how big the, the bad is. You know what I mean? We like taking care of sailors. So if they doing something like, say, for example, gun decking something, we catch them and we're like, oh, man, they just gun deck that. But they are brilliant sailing. They be kicking ass. They do this. What we do. We slap them on the hand and say, OK, hey, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So it ain't as bad. And you may not hear about it. It must may go to DRB and get pushed to the side. Now, you talking about breaking a gas turbine engine. You know what I mean? That's bad. So that, yes, that bad, you can do whatever you want to do, but you now have messed up a million dollar piece of equipment. So yes, it's going to be a little bit different. So I think it's like, depending on the situation on how bad it is on what we, you know, do, of course, like he said, crash a freaking uh, airplane. Yeah, that's freaking huge. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's going to get the headlines, but look how big that is though, man. That's, that's huge. So I, I kind of look at it like that a little bit, but man. My, my point, my point in bringing up that particular incident is it's what I, I think it's what it's starting to become is that's what society pushes. So over time, us as people, that's what we start focusing on as well in our own lives. Yeah. It, and that's why I bring up that one. No, no, no. I agree with you totally. But my only ob- objective is the fact that depending on how big it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. So, so I got one question for you, Damon. Then I want to circle back to the uh, Facebook page and um, we're going to like kind of get out of here. But my question for you is you ever had like a seller that you took care of a million times over and then like one thing kind of detached them from you, him or her? One thing they didn't agree with necessarily? I don't, I'm trying to think right now, man, like a sailor that, that was... If it's that hard to think of, then you probably didn't. No, I don't think so, man. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. don't... Okay, that's good. That's good, man. Can I ask a question that's kind of a follow up to this? Yeah. Because I'm willing to bet that most of us have no idea what this particular person's career was prior to this incident, but everybody has an opinion. What's Uh y'all's thoughts? On the CEO that was fired 
from the TR because of the email getting leaked to, I think it was the San Francisco Post about COVID. And the reality was he was trying to keep his ship safe. And then he gets relieved. And that's, but that's all we know and think about about that particular CO, whether you know his name or not, unless you've worked with him. He could have had a stellar career before that. Always great. But now he did something that a lot of people thought was bad because he released a problem that was going on on his ship that wasn't getting taken care of. When COVID first started and they all had to get ported in Guam. Because to me, that kind of falls in line with this. So I'm going to answer this question like this, right? I'm going to answer the question like this. And so I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm not trying to duck the answer to the question. I'm going to answer the question like this. That is a whole entire another conversation podcast that I feel like we could have. And I would like to have it with you if you want to come back. And us. And this is my thoughts, though. Damon might answer or whatever. But I have a specific answer and it's twofold. So it goes two ways. We actually talked about it on a previous episode, but I got a specific answer that's twofold and I would love to have it. But for the sake of time, I don't want to open that conversation up right now. If if you could understand that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. What about you, Damon? Well, my 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 only take is it's a, it's a lot of more information that we need to make any type of decision on that. Because we, we don't know his situation. We don't know what he went through. We don't know none of that stuff. Um, but You're talking about Captain do, Crozier. Yeah, yeah. But what I do know, this is how I'm going to answer. But what I do know is, um, and the way I read, what I read about it real quickly is that it, regardless, it's a chain of command, right? When you release something, it's also levels to that stuff. When you release something out to the public, you have a chain of command. And I don't know if he reached out to that chain of command. I don't know all that information. That's why I can't give you a correct, uh, I mean, a direct answer about it. But if he didn't and he leaked something out, you know what I mean? That I, it's, 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 from, from my understanding, what, what I read, he wasn't the one that pushed it. It was somebody Re within wanted, the email yeah. chain that he sent it to. Re want to say something so bad. I can see Go it, man. It. So bad. That's a hell of a topic. So the only thing, I was on deployment when all that happened because we were deployed during COVID. And the only thing that I saw from that <clears throat> was a video of on a carrier Damn near that whole ship platform being on in the cargo, whatever the heck it's called. I ain't never been on a carrier. When he, whenever he was leaving, chanting his name, Captain, like chanting that man's name, and that told me everything I needed to know about him. He was obviously there for those people, or they wouldn't have been there. He did right by them, or they wouldn't have been there. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, but my my point goes back to what your original question was. Basta. That's all we, we remember. don't know how Just good this career. Yeah. This guy could have been up for admiral. Wow. This guy could have been a stellar CO, but because of that one decision, changes everybody's perspective. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and, and that's why I brought that up. Yeah, yeah. and that's because the negatives yeah. suck. And, yeah. and that's parallel to the name that I will not mention this episode. Uh, guy who recently did something to another guy and. We all thought that the guy that I don't want to mention was like just this perfect, (laughs) pure person. And then he did this thing and now he just looks like one of the worst people ever or whatever. But I I don't want to mention his name because I feel like we said it too many times recently or whatever on our military podcast. And he's not military. But if you want to take a hint, he played in a movie called Hitch. But 
you know. Um, right. Smell with. Yeah. So let's. So let's. Um, Smell with. So let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. So let's circle back. Uh, I want to circle back to Jamie because she wasn't here in the beginning. And I want to ask, uh, ask you, Jamie, um, what's your vision with the Ask the Chief uh, Facebook page? Um, is it even to extend it past a Facebook page? Like, just what's your vision with this Ask the Chief uh, thing uh, that we got going on right now and in the future? You know, um, originally it, it grew up, it blew up so, so quickly and everybody was really interested in it, but, um, and talking a lot about it, a lot of controversy, mm-hmm. but but the vision for the page is to create that environment that I talked about previously that allows the same to ask the question. And I kind of like what's going on with the page right now because there's a lot of anonymous uh, posts and it's allowing people to just outright ask the question without fear of reprisal or anything like that. So I really like that part of the, um, the page and then, I know we've talked about doing some more live streams in there. And, um, you know, I'd also like to recognize some sailors that are out there fleet wide doing great things and have them be a star on the page. So that's, that's kind of Mm. my vision. Yeah. So it's big stuff. Like it's great. Like, like we said earlier, you wasn't here, here, but it's big stuff going on on that page. We talked about the transition of what it was to what it is now. Um, and y'all cleaned that shit up. Great. So, uh, that's uh, kudos on y'all. And I appreciate it. I, uh, can't like stop talking until I ask y'all if y'all got any questions for us that we didn't, um, talk about from, uh, more so from Reed and uh, Jamie. No, I already got sassy and asked all my questions. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> no, I wanted to, uh, I, maybe we can clo- close with this. I don't know what your plan is, but you talked about respect in that last question. And I kind of wanted to hear from you and um, legs. <laughs> Damon, Damon, Damon. It's Damon. It's Damon. Damon, Damon, Damon. <laughs> Why do you say legs? <laughs> <laughs> legs is, is weird. I, I, I every time I say it, I think the same thing too. Like legs with a Z too. It's like a Z. I thought like you. Real, I thought it's like real weird. I thought you were Damon because your name is Damos. I was like, I've been going this whole time. Yeah, like, yeah, oh know. wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> but no, I'd like to hear about uh, what you know, what it takes. Uh, what was the respect question you had asked earlier? Um. And so it was connected to that one, but it was, uh, why is respect so fragile? Yeah, that that is what I wanted to hear from y'all. Well, from my from my point of view, I think the respect question can be fragile because no one wants to. I think when you create it's an environment thing for me, respect. I think once you once you create that environment and you open yourself up to sailors, the respect is kind of more mutual. And then you kind of can can know the the boundaries you can set, and because me, it, it's always some boundaries too for respect, right? Um, but when it comes to why it's so fragile, it's because of rules and regulations that we have to think about, and we have to to talk about, and we have to acknowledge that they are there. So it can be fragile because you may want like like for example, I can have a first class, second class, man. We could be from the same hometown. Matter of fact. That bring up a point. You know, it's just... No, I ain't gonna talk about that right now. But um, <laughs> you can have somebody that's cool that, that you guys bond with, 
but it can be fragile at the same time because of you got a you have a division, you have a department, you have all these things, right? So you have to be careful. Um, and it can be fragile, but as a leader, we know the difference in in, in a good division and a bad division and all these things over experience and over time and all that type of stuff. So um, a respect thing is earned. I feel like sometimes people think automatically because you will see achieve, you automatically get this respect. There's different times now too, though. You get a respect. Your rank is respected, but at the same time, is that sailor going to call you in the middle of the night if they got an issue? Hmm. If you don't build that relationship, probably not. You know, so it's things like that when it comes to respect and being fragile and stuff like that. You got dumb one. Oh, it's crazy. I hate when we agree. I hate it, man. Like I, really, I wish we disagree. <laughs> I wish we was like skipping Shannon. Or, I wish we disagree more than we agree. But I agree. But I'm gonna say it completely different. Um, I think respect is as fragile as the relationship, right? So I'll give you an example. Um, I just and it don't got nothing to do with the Navy or nothing like that. But my example is this: like as a young as a young person, and I think I want to say it was like '03. I fell in love with like Kanye West, like like immersed in whatever Kanye West offered, like hip hop, right? Um, and 05, you know, I re-fell in love. And 07, oh, like Kanye West gave me like 14 years of like, in my opinion, like greatness. Like I would argue anybody about his musical ability, right? Um, now, you know, Kanye West has done some things that he might have fell out of the grace of like some people, but it's like, yo, it's, it's going to be hard, you know, for me, because I built up so much. So I said, like, like I said, respect is as fragile as a relationship. So I built up so much of a relationship with like Kanye West to me as somebody who I love as a music artist for like, he got like a million passes. Like he got to do a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Like if he, when he go crazy, when he do something uh, different or when he do something like when he completely go off the rails, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's Kanye and he got to come around. He'll, he'll go, he'll go, he'll get some therapy. He'll get some stuff. He'll come around. He'll come back to making great music again. That's Kanye. I didn't fell in love with Kanye. Right. So, um, but when you a fickle fan, like when you fickle, um, it's different because the moment somebody does something, it's like, oh yeah, I can't rock with that. It's been a lot of people, like whether it be music artists or entertainers that like I didn't build that up with. Like I didn't build up that like trust or whatever like that. So they might've done something and I'm like, yeah, I'm done with them. Like, uh, like, no, I can't, I can't do that. Right. And I think that happens in the Navy. So I think that, um, you like, you only as fragile, like respect is as fragile as a relationship, meaning that some people don't build up. And that, that's the part that I think Damon was talking about that I'm talking on the, on the other side of, I don't think everybody builds up that strong bond. Um, and, that bond is different. Like, like Damon was saying, like a chief might can't have that bond with their second class. That's like we hanging out drinking together every weekend. Right. But you can have a bond with your sellers. Like that's based off respect. That's based off even like knowing about, you know, things personal and stuff where they feel like they could go to you, talk to you and stuff like that. And, um, Maybe if you do make, you know, one mistake or, you know, two mistakes, or if they make one mistake or two mistakes, it's a little bit more freedom and forgiving. Um, because y'all built up enough of that, you know, uh, relationship that that respect don't just go away after like one mistake. Right. And I say that because I've been in positions like I, we, I talked about it on a podcast before. Like I had sellers who built up like so much of a great like perspective about me. And then I like I cheated on, my, on one of my PFAs. Like I cheated, like I cheated on a PFA. Right. And I remember like a seller was like, damn, man, like that just made me think so much. Like it took like a year for them to say it because I had to work my <laughs> way back into like 
I had to work my way back into like being respected again. But she was like, yo, when that happened, like I just like it made me like know like you were here. She's really like, it made me know you were human and I lost a lot of respect for you. She was like, you built it back up, but I lost a lot of respect for you then, you know, but she had me like up here. But it, again, it was fickle because it, it, the relationship wasn't there. So she didn't know about like, you know, my my lowest points, my weaknesses, you know, my strengths and stuff like that. Like I was the type that probably was going to cheat on the PFA at the time, you know, at the time that I cheated. And maybe if she would have known that and we had enough grace for for that understanding, it wouldn't have been like, damn, yo, who is this dude? Like, I completely don't know because we build up images of people in our head and it kind of, you know, I hope that answered. I hope that kind of answered you, Jamie. Did that answer your question, Jamie? Yeah, no, I like that. I like hearing different uh, perspectives on respect. I got a, I got a question, and I mean this is, a, Jamie and Reed might want to hear this. Um, it's something both of you brought up about the relationship with your other sailors, right? Uh huh. So, do you think so? We all know we've seen it. There's a there's sometimes this disconnect between. E6 and below and the mess, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, we don't even got to dance around that. Do you think we create that? Because, and I'm going to throw this at you. E6 and below, well, E5 and below, it's one up, one down, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what's in our instruction. That's what's black and white. You can hang out with date, this, that, etc., everything. Hold up. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. so much going on, man. I, 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 I'm Sorry, put- that was my no, no, that was my air compressor. The suspense oh, is uh, killing me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we can do one up, one down, everything below, right? Uh huh. So now we're hanging. Say me and me and Jamie, right? We're both first classes <laughs> together, and. We sit there and we've been first class together at the same command. We've hung out together. We've been friends for three years. Our families know each other, etc. All of a sudden, I make chief and she doesn't. And now I have to cut her off. Because at E7, I have to cut off everybody below that. There's no more one up, one down at that point. And we do that. And that's it's part of Navy instruction. Do you think we are creating the divide ourselves because of that? And I had my own personal experience where my next door neighbor, when I was in housing, I was a third class. My neighbor was a first class. We technically weren't one up, one down, but our kids were the same age. They hung out together. He was a first class. The second he made chief, he stopped talking to me. Would never associate with. Kids still hung out. The wives still hung out. That dude wouldn't hang out with me at all. He would not talk to me. Do you think that we are potentially creating that divide because of the way we're kind of putting that policy in place? That was a, so I'm going to let Damon, hey Damon, you can answer that question first, right? 
But like, so the reason why I say that is this, because I was like, so the way that was a long question, right? You ask some long questions, Joe. Like, I, I you know, but, I like. But it. you understand but, what I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, at. yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, but because it was like it was like a roller coaster. Like I'm I'm going up it slow. Like, choo 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 choo. I'm like, okay, I got an answer. I, I, easy answer for this. Easy answer for this. Easy answer. Choo choo choo. And then, boom! It's like when they make chief. So that was like the downhill part. So I'm like, okay, um, I I do have an answer, but I'm interested to hear what Damon got to say first. No, I mean, look, I mean, the creator. Hey, you know what? You know what? Actually, Damon, if you don't mind, would you actually let the two others answer to see if they feel it's actually a problem and potentially something that they see is an issue? Okay. Jamie, if you want to go first, especially you, Jamie, because I'm I'm guessing that at some point, you know, as long as you've been going for Chief, I'm sure you've had a lot of friends who have made Chief. You know what I mean? And you may have experienced this yourself. So I'm I'm kind of curious. You guys first, if possible. You know, yeah. I um yeah, it's it sucks to see. I mean, it's it's great to see your friends move on and everything, but it sucks to be left behind, but you know, I call um, uh, some of my closest friends chief now, right? Or senior chief or master chief or whatever. So I have a lot of respect for the rank that they are. Um, but, you know, when it comes to respecting the um, person as a leader, I'm a little bit different. And and that's just because, you know, I I view this leadership going in as solving and hear problems. Her? She's she's in and out right oh, now. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me go to the. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I I forgot where I was going, but I was, I was saying that I respect the rank, and my friends have moved on, and it does suck to get left behind. But um, when it comes to the respect of respecting them as a leader. That's where I kind of vary a little bit because um, to me, leadership is solving problems. And when I don't bring you a problem or when I say, no, nah, I'm good, that that means that I don't think you have the answer. <laughs> you know, so uh, that, Great. that's yeah, kind of where, yeah. where yeah, it varies. Sure. But I will always respect the, the position that they're in and respect the rank. Um, but sometimes, you know. I don't feel like they have the answer. But here's here's kind of my question a little bit more direct, you know, especially for you, Jamie. I'm sure you've experienced it. Is you had a, a a fellow first class who made chief, and you guys you guys may have been close or or, or tight, and maybe even hung out family wise, and all of a sudden they make chief. And they cut themselves off. Do you think that is potentially a part of the problem that is creating a divide between the mess and then E6 and below? Um, I guess for our new sailors coming in, no, for for old salts like me. I've been in 16 years, so no, it don't bother me. But I can see our newer generation of sailors that affecting them a lot. Yes. What about you, Rhea? So, honestly, I've never experienced that disconnect. If I mean, really, because so, like I said, like I told you guys, like I, I still talk to my old chief regularly, and 
on a personal level, my husband just got kicked out of the Navy in February because he made a really dumb decision that affected all of us. And <clears throat> the first person that I called was my old chief who's now retired. The first person I called I was like, what do I do? So I like, I don't, I don't feel like there is that disconnect for me for the experience that I have had personally. I feel like I can still talk to those people about anything. And I think that's great. I know that other people's people aren't as lucky to feel that way. I know that there is a disconnect, but not for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a, I might, let me know if I answered around it. I'm gonna give you my thoughts on this one, uh, Joe. So my first thought is this, I believe that, uh, I believe that um, that the junior sellers um, might not really have had that experience, just like Reed just said. So they might not really be able to kind of like have their own thought about that disconnect in that way. So if they feel disconnected, in which me and Damon talk about sellers who've been on a ship for like a week saying that they can't trust the mess already, right? So that's coming from somebody else who maybe had that experience. Now, what I will say, like, and I might talk around it, I've become friends with people who left, who we both not on the ship anymore. Um, and I cherish those relationships. I wasn't that friend on the ship, but I've become their friends, mm-hmm. you know, after the ship. And I'll also say, um, like, I've taken, like, my first classes out, like, on, like, on Liberty, for instance, like, I took, I've taken my first classes out to eat at, like, a restaurant. All of them, though, like all, you know, it was three of them. So I've taken them all out to like eat at a restaurant on Liberty. And then like we all left. They went with their guys. I went back and I went with some chiefs and stuff like that. So we still hung out and I still talk to them as well offline. Um, the, the, the part about uh, making chief when you had a relationship, I think to completely cut off your friendship is weird. Um, I don't know how and I, I would need guidance in that realm. And maybe that would come from um, Damon. But even if I got to cut off my friendship while we had the same command or or we got to move a little different while we had the same command due to the Navy's kind of policy, best believe when we both lead this command, we, you know, you're going to know that, yo, this, you know, while we had this command, we can't kind of move like this. Again, though, we needed that equity and equity and relationship and equity and respect that I kind of been talking about uh, like all episodes. Um, like that, like we're not going to move like this when we leave here, but this is the way we got to be in a professional kind of manner. Did that answer the question at all? Uh, it, it did for the most part, but I mean, kind of also. Your question, your you, specific question is, do I think that it kind of do you, adds do you think to, there's something that we need to potentially revise? And, and, and the reason I say that other branches are different. I, you know, I understand that like, we, I think we're very unique in the way we transition from six to seven. Yeah. And I think it's better than any branch. But I also, we're the only branch that says, because every other branch's policy is one up, one down. Yeah. Kind of so, across the board. So in but short, for us, it's, but for us, hey, once I made chief, that E6 that I was hanging out with for the last three years, I'm not allowed to go out to dinner with yeah. them. Yeah. So in short, I you think, know, technically, and, yeah, yeah. And you and, can and, get in trouble. Like, in, in short, I think yes, but I want Damon to answer because I know Jamie got to go, and I want us to be able to properly okay. say goodbye to you all at the same time. I want us to be able to properly. Oh, she's she got to go. So Jamie got to go. 
All right. Hey, Jamie, appreciate okay. you. Uh, thanks no, for what y'all doing with the. Thank you so much for having us on. I, I really do. Thank you so much for this. This was great. Thanks. Thanks. And then good luck with yours. I think E14 podcast. I think that's your, yeah, your hey, thing. We'll uh, have a connection mm-hmm. when uh, us on y'all's or y'all on ours. Definitely. Yes, I can't. Most definitely. Most definitely. I can't wait. I can't wait. Thanks. Good stuff with the page. Keep it up. Uh, great work. Uh, we appreciate the work that you're doing out there. Thanks. Hey, Damon, I know you got an answer. Um, so. I mean, my, no, my answer is real, real, real quick, man. It, and again, it goes back to situ, situational a little bit, um, Joe. And the fact of the matter is, if, I, if I've been with a first class, we, we've been together for three years and I make it. It's more to it now, though. And I say it's more to it because of the fact that now I can be in a ranking board, but that's my friend. Right. So now I can go in this ranking board and say, no, that's my guy right there. We hang out. We drink together. Now it can be favoritism. So it could be all type of things that can happen in that situation. Um, But at the same time, it depends on the situation still, though. It depends on the situation. I I just want to jump in real quick on that. That's where you as a leader need to be good. Us, us, not you, not just you, us as leader need to sit on that ranking board and say, hey, look, on this particular person, I need to recuse myself. I, I and we can do that. It's, yeah. I mean, we can do that. We expect the same thing from anybody that's going to possibly know us when our packages get sent up for chief, senior chief, and master chief, right? Yeah, but we're but, gonna expect the same thing. I agree, but when we had a command, how do we just not how it's, it's a way that we don't even have to even worry about that, right? And, and the way is that we just don't associate with it, right? Because you're going to have those people that's not going to do what you said, Joe, right? But yeah. you're going to, you're right. But you're still going to tell me that even in a regular situation, you're going to tell me, I, I made chief. I'm on a ranking board the very first time. I've known this dude three years. You think I'm still not going to be partial? Hell. Just in general, you think I'm still not going to be potentially fight for and somewhat partial for my own LPO, who I know does does a good job? I mean, still going to run into that. Yeah. You know, my my biggest question, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah. My biggest question is, do we think we are, do you think we are creating our own divide because we cut it off so abruptly? So we I don't say think it's the Chiefs. I think it's the Navy. Yes. No, and I, I don't think it's the Chiefs. It's what we're held to. It's the standard that we're held to, and we have to do it. And, and and we do it, and we abide by it. But, like, we say one up, one down, right? Yeah. And it's one up, one down up until you become a first class. At first class, it's one down, that's it. At Chief, once you become Chief, now it's not even one up, one down. It's no down, two up. Yeah. In the reality, because we're all brothers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And other people see that. Other people recognize that. Yeah. So if we're preaching one thing at one point and then doing another. Well, and I also think, man, when it when it comes to uh, back to the respect thing sometimes too. And, and this come from like us talking, this come from just sailors interacting um, as a leader. Now I'm the boss, but we've been friends for so long, right? 
Also, sailors going to see our interaction. Junior sailors going to see our interaction now and see them talk to me. We talking to each other a little bit different, you know, because we buddies, we homies and, and we friends or whatever. And that's another thing is going to have to be like talked about, you know, yeah. so we kind of like, you know, try to, you know, get away from some of that stuff. But you're right. I mean, any every it's, every situation, it's, it's, every situation I say is always can be a rebuttal to that situation. You know what I mean? This this is but, this is a very hard topic. Yes, I mean, honestly, yes. because of the culture that we have already implemented it's in institution. the institution. You talk about like an institutional process, like dating yeah. back, you know, so it's a part of our yeah, everyday I mean, there's, thought there's process. There's so many yeah. things that but are I'm, involved with this. Yeah. yeah. But do you it the 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 biggest question is it possible yes or no that you think this is creating a divide? Because and I'll ask, and I'll ask Reed directly because for me as a chief, well, well I, 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 I want to throw my, that to like to uh, our listeners too. CMC I want to throw that to some say, of the master chiefs, uh, some of the people on the page that'll be listening to the episode, um, and and, and that like I want to see because because that like that that's the goal too of, the, of our podcast too is to like be able to ask more questions than we can answer, and I think we've been kind of yeah. asking this question now for like ten minutes, so I want us to be able to just ask it out to the listeners and see what the listeners uh, got on it. What I do okay. want to do, what I do want to do though, is thank uh, Reed and thank you, Joe, uh, for like starting this page, uh, getting this thing going um, and creating this forum for sellers to have conversations like this. What I hope that we did today was kind of make this episode of this podcast feel like a audio visual version of what that Ask the Chief page is <laughs> and uh, what that potential could be. So I, I thank both of y'all and I personally think that y'all doing great things and, and whatever Damon got. Yeah, I, I want to do the same thank thing, man. I want to thank you guys for coming on, man. Great conversation, especially having an RD of buddy in the building. Um, but but at, <laughs> but at, at, at the same time, man, um, um, great perspectives, man. Like, and I and I love, man. Like, like Joe, I know you started this 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 page, um, but man, having the having the 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 foresight to say, you know what, I need some more admin. I'm gonna need some help with this. This stuff is happening. And and just all of that stuff that's happening right now, and where the page is right now, man, it's just like it's like something to like you know look up to. You know what I mean? So you guys are kicking some butt, man. Keep doing it. Keep helping sailors, and uh, we most definitely got to get you guys back on the page because we ain't done, Joe. You know we ain't done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just at honestly, honestly, like for the audience, it's just at the two forty four mark. Like some of these good topics, <laughs> some of these good topics at the two forty four mark, we gonna lose. Like they not even gonna be able to hear them. Yep. So that's why we wanna. Uh, we gonna, I, I feel you. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna uh, uh, push for a part two to this, man. So we appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. Keep doing good. Keep doing good stuff.